remember that gimmick. A throwback to a different time, folks. Let me move this. This overlay looks dumb with one with just one dipshit on the screen. Um, is the Burt one still here? Burt. Oh, for fuck's sake, the name. That fucking name. Hang on a second. The Burt. Much better. No nameplates ruin it. All right. Hello, everyone. This is all very uh, unprofessional. I don't even I haven't got my shit set up. I didn't really know what time we were going to do this. Very impromptu. You know, you know the deal, man. You get what you get, I suppose, right? Um, so I apologise if I'm a little bit all over the place. I hope everyone is well. Okay. Jesus Christ, hang on a second. Hold up. For those of you listening, I promise I'm not just dead silent. I'm... This is not a AAA grin along, but if you go to the Discord, you may or may not be able to watch the AAA show. And you can just watch that and tell me what's happening. Basically, the deal is, I don't know if you can actually hear me when I do that, because of course I don't. Um, basically, the deal is, I'm, I've got some fights I want to watch tonight. Um, in the world of professional boxing. And so I thought, rather than just sit up on my own and tweet like a fucking loser, why don't I come on? And if anyone wants to hang out, they can come and hang out and talk about wrestling and, you know, whoever else wants to, anyone wants to talk about. And uh, basically, we'll let it play out. I mean, I'm aware that I did not uh, exactly throw out the bat signal for this one until the last 10 minutes, but it's fine, man. I mean, we haven't done a Twitch stream since Wednesday which is a long time here in late night Greenland. So it feels fitting to just hop on and, and hang out for a little bit. Um, the Penta match. Who's Penta wrestling for? Who's he wrestling? Four is definitely not the right thing to, like, not the right shorthand, but saying sharp four every time feels not only rude, but also it's a little long, you know? Don't know. <laughs> okay, fair. Right, well, I respect that. Um so one thing I do want to uh, one thing I do want to explore tonight is I would like to do some um, you know some depth chart grins you know someone asked me I think it was don't have an answer when are we next doing a a depth chart gimmick with the all elite wrestling so we may just do that tonight I don't know yet we'll see we'll let it play out um, thank you for I will go for shout out Nif uh, or how. Um, good brother Doc, one of the greats, Young Dukes, great talent, um, or how the bird is back, factual, so on and so forth. Now, genuinely, this was one of the main reasons that I was intrigued by such a concept of bringing back the depth chart. We will do one for the WBF if, you know, if things go far, things are fun. The Kingdom. I saw a lot of takes about the tag division in AEW that I do not think are based in reality. And what I mean by that is, I don't know if I agree with the seemingly common perception that the AEW tag division is actually still very good. He's actually quite thin. Um, so, you know, let it play out and all that stuff. But the Kingdom thing doesn't really bother me. I mean, no signing really bothers me other than like, 
perverts and pieces of shit. But like, I kind of think there's a um, <laughs> look at Duke's piece of shit. I kind of think there's a misconception regarding the current AEW tag division. And I don't mean that, you know, I mean, I'm not saying it sucks. I'm just saying it's not nearly as deep as people think. And I actually think there's an argument the Kingdom are better than maybe all of their heel teams. Um, we'll let it play out. So that's what we'll do. We'll start with AEW here in a minute. Um, let me just make sure I got the right. I don't know when Wilder's fighting. Give me a second, guys. Bear with me. I'm told there's been much football on conversation today. Uh, my God, Penta's mask's on the line. Pop. What a fucking own it would be if he had to change his look. The one thing that everyone agrees rules about Penta. I mean, I think we should as a society agree on more than that about Penta, but that is the one thing. You know. Um, yeah, losing Red Dragon was blood. I will say, I mean, I, I like Bobby Fish, but I do think and, and let me make clear, I'm not going to switch up on Bobby. I, I genuinely like the guy uh, as a wrestler. I don't really know him as a person, believe it or not. I will say that him having to wait a year for Kyle to come back. By the time Kyle came back, there may not have been much left to Bob. You know, I mean, that, that's one thing. I mean, Kyle's going to be out for a long time. So that part of it makes it kind of difficult um, regardless. But, yeah, it doesn't help. And obviously there's other ones like Andrade's not around now. Um, Buddy's not around now. Malachi's not around now. <laughs> So a lot of the obvious makeshift teams are no longer, um, they're no longer on the board. So there we go. Um, so that kind of makes it complicated. And I, I really do think the division is actually relatively thin. I mean, it's, it's the babyface side, there's some depth there, but a lot of those matches I wouldn't necessarily want to do. I mean, the acclaimed FTR one is a perfect example. It's like I wouldn't, if I was the booker, I wouldn't be rushing to do that. I mean, I know it's a big match, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the right match to book at this current time. Um, you know, so on and so forth. I think Stu was a one-off croaky, but I could be completely wrong on that. I hope I am wrong because I love Stu; he's great. But I think it was a one-off, especially the way it was executed and the way he was like, you know, it's Canada. I wouldn't miss it for the world. You know, that, that, that kind of deal. Like, I think it was a one-off, but I could be completely wrong. Hopefully, I am wrong. Um, we can, we'll let it play out. That's the best thing we can do. You put Cole with the kingdom. I wouldn't know. I, um, I think the thing that Adam Cole needs more than just a different trip faction. While I think it's just, I guess it's a smart idea. And a lot of people that are much more intelligent than I have suggested it. <clears throat> I think Cole needs a fresh look of paint, man. Like I, I wouldn't bring him back and saying that he did in 2015, 2014. I would, I would like to see him come back and say this, this new, and gives him a new thing. Maybe it's just him being a baby face. I think there's something to be said for that. I've been pretty consistent on that. Um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's different things you can do. I, I just, the idea of him going from one thing he used to do to another that he did before that, I don't think that's the most exciting way to use Adam Cole, who is a big name and, you know, a, a serious player for you. Um, there's got to be a better idea, I think. And I say that's someone who likes the kingdom. I'm not going to kick the shit out of them or anything. I just... It has to be a more exciting way to use Adam Cole, I feel, than just doing what Ring of Honor did eight years ago, you know? Um, not necessarily, Jason, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see where Dark Order's at by the time Cole gets back. Hopefully he's back soon. All right. I don't know, you got this, but I think we should, uh, before the big fights start here, where I may be slightly distracted when that happens, I think we should probably do some depth chart business. Just get to it, right? 
All Elite Wrestling. If you have any questions along the way about other stuff, feel free to ask. I'll just put a star gimmick on it. There's not going to be like a ton of people in here tonight, so I'll see it. Um, so don't worry about, you know, stepping on the the, uh, the depth chart thing. It's this one. No one cares. Well, I'll just star your comment and get back to it. All right. Let's get to the fun and games here. All Elite Wrestling's top male babyface is whom? Chat. I think it's pretty obvious, but I just want to get us together as a team. The top babyface male in AEW is who? My assumption is we're going to be united on this, but I always like to see if there's going to be some... Uh... All right. We're united on this. So far. Five. Um... MJF, well, look, man, he may be headed that way, but I think for now, he's on the other side of the fence, for now. Um, it's Moxley. Okay, everyone agreed it's Moxley. All right. Now I'm trying. Now, remember, when we do this, we do active wrestlers, so that changes things. So Kenny Omega is not available, Red Sox. CM Punk is not available. Um, they may be available soon. Kenny may be. I don't think Punk will be. Kenny may be available soon, but he's not as if we're doing this right now. So um, so Moxley is one. By default, because the guys I just said are out, Hangman's got to be back in the two seat, right? What do you think, chat? Hangman at two? Looks like he kind of has to be, quite frankly. I mean, we all agree on Mox because he feels like the ace of the promotion. But with Hangman being reheated recently and you know, getting that clean win over Rouge, which was a pretty emphatic win, He's got to be hang up. <clears throat> Dang, man. Danielson is kind of a 20. Yeah, that Danielson thing is difficult. I would argue Hangman's above Danielson just based on the way he's used, frankly. Even if he was a babyface, we had to make a decision on. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Okay, let's go Hangman at two. Smile, Joe Pot. I respect it. Um, I actually. I'm just having a blast watching that dude on TV. I know there's been a lot of discourse I'm told as of late about, you know, um, what Joe's doing. And I, I just, I think physically he's a point where I think just having him kind of involved is fun. Um, he'll probably come up at some point. Okay, Moxley Hangman. I believe this. I mean, I, you guys know, like, I'm, I'm biased. I'm basically a stan, but, like, I've been consistent on it. I think it's the most slept-on thing in wrestling, how crazy the crowds go for Samoa Joe. In terms of sheer popularity, Fred Joe, quite frankly, he could actually come up this early. Based on usage and booking, while he's protected, he's not featured this level. Um, he is a big-time star that people take for granted, so I don't know. Um, Mox, hang up, and then do we go... Okay, let's just take a vote on this. Brian Danielson, Hill with Babyface. Tell me what you think, chat. He will baby for the dragon. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. I don't know about it. Um, let me circle back to that. Baby face, baby face. Yeah, I agree. He walks out of the hill thing, but he's a baby face. Okay, so he's... he's okay. Danielson, in the current angle, I think, yeah, that's the right call. Danielson's a baby face. Do we all agree he's the free seed? It feels like he should be the free seed. Moxley, Hangman, Danielson. Pretty strong, I think it's fair to say. Tell me what you think, guys. And while you do, let me answer. It's here. 
you believe the Ring of Honor stuff is hurting AEW, I personally don't mind it. I'll be honest with you guys. Um, so first things first, the one thing that I will concede on is the belts. I've said this a million times on many different platforms. We'll say it again here. I just, it is not something that bothers me. If I had a promotion, there would be a lot of belts because I think belts allow you to have structure and tiers. And I actually am a proponent of mid-card belts across the board. I've actually pitched previously a you know mid-card tag title. I think it's safe that can actually add to the TV show. I think when you have a lot of different TV products, you need main events across the board. I think it can be very, very useful to have um, to have a range of belts. It's something that doesn't bother me. Now, here's the thing. That doesn't mean it isn't a problem for other people and they're not being genuine. I know that there are a lot of people that find it dizzying and hate that it doesn't kind of go in line with their personal um, ideal wrestling. That just isn't a problem for me. doesn't mean it's not a real thing. It's just not a problem for me. I'm, I'm, that's my personal read on it. Um, and that's, you know, the best example I can give you of that being the case is the fact that we often joke around about my, you know, fucking TW time machine save. Bro, I have like 12 belts in that save. Like, it's just the way my brain works. It's probably because I'm a boxing fan and it, it you know, it pops me in some way. It's just me. Now, beyond that, to be totally transparent, I think Ring of Honor criticism is kind of a myth. The reason I say that is I don't see a bunch of guys on the TV show, a bunch of anglers being featured prominently that Tony wouldn't feature anyway. Like, I often see this this comment of, like, well, the Ring of Honor stuff's on there, and we want to see Miro instead. And it's like, yeah, I want to see Miro instead of a lot of guys, but I don't think that they, they're on the show because they're Ring of Honor. I think they're on the show because Tony's a kind of uneven booker, and that's just the way his brain works sometimes. He prioritizes strange things over, you know, minimal things. I think if you look at the Ring of Honor belts right now, FTR and AEW Act, and all it gives them is a chance to defend their belts. I don't think they'd risk the acclaim even though there wasn't the, the Ring of Honor champs because they don't want to do that match. Samoa Joe would be on the product. He doesn't even really defend the TV title. So, I mean, I don't think you can say that's a ring of honor thing necessarily. Jericho, he's one of the big angles in the promotion. The belt is just the current plot for that angle. Um, you know, the idea that if that wasn't happening, Jericho wouldn't have long segments. I think it's just it's just strange to me. I don't understand. I think it's kind of a lazy criticism. I think people would be better off just isolating the things they don't like about the ring of honor presentation. Pointing to those and saying, I would like less of Prince Nana. I would like less of whoever. I would disagree with the Prince Nana thing. But I think right now we're at a point where people are just, just repeating and parroting in this Ring of Honor shit. It's like, I don't, um, I don't really get it, honestly. I don't really understand it. So that's my answer. They're like, oh, my God. This is no longer the bird. Hold up. Let me, let me find it. Get ready to turn your speakers down, folks. You know what? How's it going? What are you doing up at this time? Uh, wait, what? <laughs> You're going to want sincerely for a second. Yeah, it's like, it's only 9.40. He's like, well, <laughs> on the nights where I'm under the influence, you might be yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, volunteered to work midnight to 8 a.m. tonight, so I'm here killing time till my shift starts. My God. This just happened, like, not that anyone cares, but, like, when somebody called off and she asked me to come in early, and I was, like, sat there and I thought about it, and I was, like, wait, if I just work overnight, then I can fucking watch the Bengals in peace and 
There you go. Oh, there you go. We'll take so it. So you know what's you know what's in triple mania instead of doing this? No. I thought about it. Yeah. Tope Suicida got Siakam in the draft. Good pick. Hmm. Low management this year though. Be careful. Let me uh let me run you down my team here, sure. We You're don't doing like part, right? We are, yes, but let me just give you my, my boss. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I believe me, I checked to see which company's depth chart you were doing before I jumped on. Like, well, if he's doing the Fed, I'm not going to jump on and just fucking sit here. We don't have to do the depth chart. I was just doing because when I'm so late, it's a really good way for the chat to. Uh, yeah. We were just talking about the Ring of Honor thing. Like, we've talked about it a lot. I don't really get it. Okay, here's what I've got. This is just in order of the way they've formulated it. But I got um, Jalen Brunson, Anthony Edwards, Brandon Ingram, Paul George. Wait, Okay, that's this it's is not an order you picked. Okay, it's the way they're arranged in position. Brunson, Edwards, Ingram, Paul George, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Draymond Green, he's controversial, uh, Valanciunas, Nurkic, Brogdon, Melton, Oladipo, Malik Monk, DeAndre Hunter, and a Kongu for the Hawks. Brother, not bad. That, that Paul George Greek freak combo on there, yeah. I think they're pretty hard to beat. I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to when we play Bob's team, and I've got some uh, some plays ready to go. You know, there you go. He's a piece of shit. Remember when um, I uh, yeah? Remember I, I the bit I was doing about the Raptors saving Josh Jackson, fixing him. He, he and oh. the team. <laughs> they waved him. <laughs> they tweeted like, "Thank you, Josh Jackson, today." And I was like, "Oh, well." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, in your heart, you must have known, right? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, this uh, this is an interesting one. FTR, Young Bucks free. How would you book it as a babyface, babyface match? Or would you have it as heel? I think the big thing with the Bucks and, and Kenny is you got to just read how they, react to, how they reacted to when they come back, right? Yeah. I mean, it is objectively a compelling pitch to have them come back as heels. It really is, yeah. But, like, at the same time, they could get a hero's – yeah, welcoming and then um, I think you kind of like you kind of muddy the waters for the few, first few weeks and you because you, I mean, you can't base it off one night either like right. you know what I mean like you see how I I my hunch would be they're going to get cheered um I'd be Me shocked too. if they didn't get cheered honestly they'll get cheered it's more like where you have like people trying to pop themselves because if it was WWE they would be people trying to pop themselves like not oh, WWE yeah. now like WWE in the mid 2010s the well well, that's the type of know. fan base they have though they that's what I'm saying yeah they make it the damn punk dance it's interesting I think the best way to do it would be babyface babyface because you've done it both sides of the coin so then you just have it in the middle and let people pick yeah. um, I mean it's a money match I hope we get it at some point I like seeing those two teams wrestle each other I mean the, the match they had at um in Boston was fucking awesome. With their they, still, they still haven't uh, reached their potential of what the two of them can do together. I agree, yeah. Um, I yeah, think the ceiling for them They'd is... Be, they're fucked in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I think the punk thing, it, didn't, it wasn't a great look for punk in terms of like PR, you know? I know they love him there, but like... Yeah, I, I still think I still think there's people who are gonna be. There will be um, people, but I don't know if it will be like you know. That's you know, true. Like guy going back to his old team in the NBA, for example. I, I don't know, because if you remember, like all out, there was actually some like support for mocks. There was, yeah, because people found the, some of the punk stuff to be kind of corny. I mean, I didn't, I fucking loved it, but there was only a thing. I don't know. We'll see. I think they're all gonna be back anyway, so I don't think it really matters. 
You think Punk's gonna be back too? I kind of, I kind of agree with you. Yeah, he's just got lucky that he's injured because he can just let it like way out. You know, like, I mean, obviously you're not gonna use him like. In theory, you wouldn't use him as the centerpiece of the company after he's got hurt in two fucking like you can't. He's got to be like Sting. Yeah, that, that's like, the presentation. Do I really think when it comes to it and the guns in his hand, Tony's gonna be like, "Yeah, poor Trump, I'm done with Punk." No, I don't think that. I think he mm-hmm. mostly agrees with Punk. <laughs> <laughs> which makes it really complicated because I think he's kind of on an island with that take, but I do. I think he, he agrees with a lot of what Pong said, you know. The uh, the Hangman one still kind of. That's the one where Punk loses me a little bit because I like Hangman. Yeah, yeah it's fine. I mean, it is. Like, it's, it's what it is. It's, we don't know any of these Yeah, I know. Guys. It's just like seeing Hangman again as soon as Punk left was like, fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> Cut his yeah. balls off. He did. I do think Tony needs to take some of that too, though. Like he does. Oh yeah. I mean, Tony could have just not done it. I mean, so much of his title reign, Tony didn't seem that interested in prioritizing him. You know, like he yeah. was. It was one of those great examples where, like, on the internet, there was a bubble within the bubble because it. Watching the TV show, Hangman was kind of a sitting duck. He's like, Punk was obviously going to just take the belt, you know. Um, yeah. And like, you can tell by the way the creative was formulated that like he was just like. Do I holding it until Punk got it? Like it was not right. Which is obviously that's deeper than just Punk thinking the guy's a dick, like or thinking he's not up to. I mean, Tony has to have his own opinion on those things. Um, I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing where it's like, I mean, I was enjoy. I enjoyed the Punk run. I was obviously. I'm not. I was so happy he came back. I really don't need him to come back again. Yeah, I don't um, really know what's left for him, which is my one exactly. Thing. He's I kind of think though. the TV's better without him. If, I'm not saying that's his fault, but like, I don't know. He's great. These last few, I mean, I I know not everyone agrees with me, but I the well, throwing out the one show that fucking sucked. But like, I think since all out, they've been much better. He's he's so good at like, like an actual program is such a lost art. Like he brought yeah. that back, you know. That's fair. Like he's his ability to like develop a narrative across a build he's genuinely unmatched in the promotion like Jericho tries but he's so like glossy with all the shit he does you know like he's right. like Jericho's the best work is when Jericho is his stuff works like if he makes a point I'm going to get this guy over he will get them over he's so heavy handed with it you know right. like, he's like and Punk was heavy handed in the last program don't wrong like when Punk great he's you know I think he's clearly the best he has the best grip on stories and the guys that have power there um doesn't mean he's perfect, yeah, no, obviously. But right. the reason Punk's a great prester is he's a great storyteller. Physically, he's not nothing on any of these guys. I mean, he, <laughs> the dude was never a good athlete, right? So that's his strength. Um, I think Hangman might win on Tuesday. Uh, I wouldn't shock me. There's three results on the table on Tuesday. Mox, Hangman, and MJF. Yeah. And then the, if it was MJ, if you would assume the full game main event would be a triple threat, right? I still... I can't remember who said it. Maybe it was someone... I don't think it was on here, but somebody was talking about... Maybe it was on here. Fuck, I don't know. My It's a blur anymore. The idea that Hangman loses and then the Elite come back. He gets his friends back. He loses mm-hmm. the title match, but he gets his friends back. That could be in play, yeah. I think. I kind of think Hangman should win. But oh, that's hard though because man, beating like, Mox again is kind of crazy. Yeah, Mox as well. Yeah, that's that's the issue. The only way you can really do it, like, 
beyond just saying it, when you actually think about it, the only way you can beat Mox is if you turn Hangman. It's the yeah. only way. You can't just have Mox lose in his hometown. Like, it's, he just lost to Punk. Like, and you shouldn't have done that to him, you know? It was like, Alvarez. Thank you. It was, like, it was Alvarez. But then in the same way, you need a finish. You need a good finish because you can't really just beat Hangman, like, flat. Right. Because he cuts such a big promo. Like, you, yeah. You need a good finish, and then I wonder if their their answer for a good finish is same with MJF, you know. It's like the chat's all elite versus Blackpool Combat Club, man. That's got legs. Yeah. Is a is a draw in play? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Moxley would love to add an hour draw to his wrist of the year case, bro. He, that right. sounds like he would be waiting to. Well, you got three other matches on the show right now. They're all title matches. Yeah. Um. I mean, you don't Jericho and Dalton Castle don't need a long match. Um, Sheeta and Tony should get some time. You would hope. Yeah, trios don't need long. Right. I mean, yeah, you could do it. I don't know. I don't know if I would. I don't know that I want them to do it, but you could do it. Yeah, I don't really either. But I could definitely see the same. Moxley wants to do. Right. Um, MJF stealing one off an ad draw. While that is money in the bank booking, that would be good. <laughs> An mm-hmm. hour draw and then MJS music hits. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, I think Moxley's gonna win. They're in, they do this thing. Where, like, I agree with what you just said about the TV, but we've talked about this for like a year now. Like they, the way they go to pay per views is so weird. Like, yeah, it, like it would stress. Like I imagine he knows what he's doing, but it would stress me out. Right, from, like if I was within but not close enough to know what he was doing. Does that make sense? Like yeah, they're like four TVs away, like right. four A's away. You know, like it's. It doesn't even feel like full gear's a thing yet. Like no, they don't promote it. Like no, I mean, there's the they show the well, actually I don't even think they show the commercial. They show it on the C shows, not on fucking the right. C shows. They show the full gear ad like three times a show. Yeah, but, I don't know. It's like we so seeing me Santa Mox and MJF, maybe Hangman's a triple three. I don't know. Like maybe that's, that's just a pitch I've read it, but like I think we Mox and MJF. And it's like what else? It's like I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. It's November 19th, Grokey. Do you think... Are they going to use the segment on Wednesday with Brian to transition away from... Uh, like, basically, rather than having Brian fight Jericho Appreciation Society, it will transition to, like, some infighting because you obviously has a very fair gripe. You know, like, you are basically... They prioritize Garcia over him almost for a moment. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure what the point of that. Like, my initial... When I first saw it was, like, Yuta and Brian are going to go after the tag titles, but like them versus the acclaimed doesn't. I mean, I guess they could go after FTR, yeah. but FTR is tied the up to a lot of stuff are, now. The acclaimed are in such a weird spot because they're, they're an act that actually needs heels. And I know that sounds dumb, but what I mean is because they're like, a, like a, their characters, yeah, they, they're nowhere near as good a fit for like a babyface match as like, say, the Bucks were the champs as babyfaces. It's like you just do matches, right? It's like dream match, them versus right. Brian and. The acclaimed it doesn't like that's not how they work. They need like actual heels they can dunk on and clown on. That's why they, you know, the gun club thing worked because they're heels. Like whether you think they're good or not, I think they're pretty good at what they do. But, like they need guys they can clown on. Like having them just do like a match with other baby faces is like Yeah, it's tough. Like, it's really, really interesting. I um I'm intrigued, right? Let's do this go back to our dip chop. <laughs> Let's go back to our dip chop business here. Um, they are feuding with Mark Sterling right now, kinda. 
Yeah, no, they are, yeah. Small monster with both teams. It's just a TV feud, but yeah. This is a thing they they teased, yeah. Claudio and you versus FTR. Yeah. Bro, Danielson getting into with fucking Dax would be like... Yeah. I ain't ready for that shit. All right, so we've got Moxley, Hangman, and Danielson is our top three baby faces. Okay? Yeah. Do you have any... Um, do you have any pushback on that shooter? Or are you good with that? I'm trying to think of... Like who, I don't think there's anyone else even in that mm-hmm. conversation, right? Yeah, I don't think so. While you, while we think this through, thank you. There you go. Shout out. Look at that. Great stuff. Uh, Bam gifted a tier one sub to Nifman, who has thanked nice. him already. Thank you very much. Bam, you're the man. Thank you. Um, I'm pulling up their roster because you know I'm terrible about this shit. I think that's clearly the top three. I know Danielson does a lot of jobs, but he's still like, Brian Danielson. You can't yeah, I think so you're far. right. Now, the next spot is going to be where it gets interesting because now there's like a clog of guys um, that you can like argue. Like, Crokey brings up Claudio. Like, I could make a compelling argument for him and against him. Um, I think we all could. Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy is a very, very logical one. Wardlow, maybe. Wardlow's more protected, but is he featured at the same level that Orange Cassidy is? Right. Eddie was up there about two months ago. It feels like he's lower now just because yeah, he's, he's not, not there you know, right much priority. Um, Ricky should know. be there, but he's not there right now. Yeah. Um, Jungle Boy's on TV a lot, but he just did a job to the dinosaur, so he feels like he's... I think Orange is kind of next. I think Orange is next, yeah. Orange and then Wardlow? This is the thing. Like when they get to this bit, there's like a clog of guys you can argue, and I'll be like, oh, probably I don't know. Wardlow is well hard because it's like he's very protective, but he's not on the shows that much. But then is that that's just more because that's how his character is? Is that necessarily a you know? Then you got. I mean, Claudio stills because Claudio certainly presented as important. He is. Um. Like, what do you do with Joe? That's because Joe's that's, up there too. Like, look, folks, whether you think it's right or wrong, while it pops me, it very much appears that Tony Khan sees Joe as the bigger party of War Joe. Yeah. <laughs> and look, in fairness, I mean, I think some people underestimate his part of it. But like, they came out to his music again on Rampage, <laughs> which pops me every time, man. I don't know. Like, do you put Joe? You can't really put Joe above Wardlow, I don't think. But I don't think so. No. Well, they're both playing a similar role at this point because it's like they're both protected guys who don't really wrestle that much, right? Yeah, it's honestly all three: Claudio, Wardlow, and Samoa Joe are like. Should we put Claudio above the two big men just because he's like someone who they get more usage out of, like a you know, in a match point of view? I would probably go Claudio, Joe, Wardlow. Joe above Wardlow. I think so, yeah. For now. Yeah, obviously this is a current thing, yeah. Right. Well, yeah, to be fair, for right now, it's probably not the wrong decision either, right? Like, Right. Um, Over so time, that'll change. Yeah. Moxley, Hangman, Danielson, Orange, Claudio, Joe, Wardlow. So when we get to the other side, it's, it's so funny, bro. Like, this babyface yeah. side is so loaded. Um, chat, who would you think's next? Where's Darby at? Darby's up there. Yeah, we got uh, Darby King's got to come back into conversation now, right? Just on like you know what he did previously this year. You got um, 
Ricky. I'm just listing baby Yuta. Yeah. Um, Sting. If Sting, we have to bring up at some point. Why don't we um, leave Sting off? Because Sting's never had a singles match. We'll, we'll bring up him and Darby's attack, maybe. Um, let's see. Wonder if we'll have a singles match. Sting. I really like the idea of him and MJF for the belt. I think I think they should have him wrestle for, for the belt at some point. Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy's probably next. Jungle Boy has leapfrogged Darby in the last month or two, hasn't he? Yeah, presentation wise, sure. Jungle I mean, he, Boy. he lost on Wednesday, but it wasn't clean. Okay, Jungle Boy, Darby Allen, Eddie Kingston. Yeah. That'll be our top 10. Chat, who I'm should looking. be in that top 10? Let's run this down one more time. Mox, Hangman, Brian, Orange, Claudio, Joe, Wardlow, Jungle Boy, Darby, King. Who could break into that? Uter is on the edge. Ricky, I actually love Ricky. He's just not used at a rate where he could be above them guys, right? Right. He's had one big pay of you match and he got beaten four minutes. <laughs> he can't be above them guys. Um, Garcia's back to being a heel now, so he'll come Hook, up. Next but he's week. not. He's not there yet. Yeah. Long term, that's a guy you would imagine would get up there. He's uh, so hard to book for them right now, man. It's so know. challenging. Um. And we kind of knew it would be, but it's just you see it in action, it's just difficult, man. Takeshita does not count, no. It's also a bit with active, so he's not currently active for them. Yeah. Sean Spears. Um, uh, that promo, or I shouldn't call it press speech. That was fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Absolutely. I teared up. Yeah, it was great. Wasn't it like striking how um sincere the amount of like, love between those dudes in the ring was yeah and it's only when i was watching it like i, I looked at the because we obviously were talking over there about the match here with joe but i was looking thinking these were like four of the main players during that nxt like they were like making towns for nxt like together you know not as I, like only they're driving together you know what i'm saying they're on those shows right. i think i want to i like because there's i want to measure this statement because I think people underestimate, and obviously he's in his hometown, and that's different. But people actually like him, like outside of the bubble, who dislikes him for no reason. Yeah, and I'm not saying he's a top guy. I'm not saying he's anywhere near a top guy. No. But he's a valuable mid card guy, especially doing this gimmick again because people like him. He is the perfect example of what we talk about a lot, and I was actually talking with Alex about a lot on Tuesday, which is like he's the guy that if he had a different career where he worked smaller independent shows people will be blown away by how good he is yeah he's just always been a guy who does jobs for major promotions so people even think of him as like a loser it's like no nah, bad dudes i mean genuinely the the pro wrestlers themselves think of him as like one of the best workers in the industry <laughs> he's fucking good at what he does man like yeah this, this oh, is, you know he's great this, at what he does. this is what i'm talking this is exactly what happened like that's 100 percent true yeah bob sees a perfectly fine wrestler and got shit on for it it's like yeah it's it's so stupid. <laughs> it really is, but you have to also remember it's like it is a it's a bubble thing. Oh, hundred percent. Like, did you I'm, see? Um, good. I'm just like again. I'm not talking about him getting pushed or being a big deal. I'm not saying any of that. If they put him on TV or even on YouTube, he's back doing the perfect ten gimmick. I fucking yeah. lost my mind laughing when he pulled the ten sign out. He's literally just. 
the perfect ten. Again. The music is fucking hilarious. Bro. Yeah, right. So he, they will pop for him every time. Yeah, and he's a solid worker. He's not going to lose them when the bell rings. Now, again, I'm not saying he should be. I'm not saying he should even be like the All Atlantic champion. I'm not saying he should win any belt. But he is a valuable guy. You can put on TV. He can lose all the time. He's a good professional wrestler. Good size. Good promo. He's good wrestler. Yeah, good wrestler. Like he's not gonna blow you away, but like he's a good worker, man. Like yeah. Do you remember that match he had with? um, I just mentioned NXT stuff. Do you remember he had that like he had a cage match with Eric Young at fucking Full Sail? Bro, they like tore it up. They had like yeah. it was their blow off because they had that long feud where it was like Sanity versus Sean Spears or Ty Dillinger. It does good what he does. It's just you know they fucking hate him because he asked to leave. Yeah, which and if you look at his fucking main roster run, who can possibly blame him? Unfortunately, that's just the thing people do. It's very yeah. sad. They, well, very it's nice. like they, they've there's this thing where people think when you leave that means it's because you want to be a top guy, and that's not. He's even cool. outright said that's not what it like. He just he wants just to, to fucking, wrestle, yeah. yeah, he wants to roll. Whatever. I, actually, I was really, like, I'm really happy for him. I genuinely like. I kind of started as a bit, kind of, because I just yeah. the fact that everyone hated him. I was like, "Fuck it, this guy rules." But I genuinely like the guy, like especially after the stuff from the post show. It's hard not to like him right now, but I kind of want him to go all in on like them as a faction. Yeah, those five dudes. Just call him the pinnacle. And then, like, eventually, you know, like, three of them go back to MJF and you do a big angle. I'd be fine with it, yeah. Like, imagine fucking Wardlow finally becomes number one contender and, like, FTR and Spears get to screw him and rejoin Max. Like, I don't know. I think it's an interesting story to available. It's um, It just rules so much that it was, like... It's like Tony Khan saw the conversations. It's like, man, I'm losing the late night Graham. What can I do? I know I'll put Samoa Joe Wardlow, Sean Spears, and FDR Amazing. together. Like, all right. We win. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Fucking Joe came out of his watch on. And then we'll feud him with five lower card Ring of Honor guys and make fucking shoot love all of them. Prince Nana is so great, bro. But he was singing in the Mark Henry segment. Yeah. I don't care, man. You tweeted it. You're the Embassy Act rules. It's like it's a good act. It's one of those. Not, it's one of those examples where people are so lost in their own like narrative about Ring of Honor and she's like, watch them as an act. They're like very effective. They again, it, it doesn't have to be Spears. Clearly, I think we both want to be a babyface now, but they probably need a bumper because Cage is a good worker. But you don't want him bumping around all the time, right? Um, a guy you can pin. I don't necessarily know that is it could be anyone, but Prince Nana's great, and all those guys have got their own identity, which is really fun, you know. It's very much a modern, and again, this is a bubble thing. It's like this modern thing where it's like, if an act is not doesn't have potential to be at the top of the card, then the act sucks. And it's such horseshit. Like again, we're sitting here saying the embassy rules. We're not saying they should be the fucking trios champions or yeah. being main. Like, but for what they're doing, you can't. Not every thing, heel man. on the roster can be like cool guys either. Because right. they're all fucking cool guys, you just cut the dicks off all your baby faces. Like right. you need. Some heels, like, you just beat them all the time on TV. And then, like, someone inevitably says, well, no one's going to take them seriously. And it's like, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need them to. Like, it's... But I also, you know, I, like, I... there's, um, 
some of the stuff's just how wrestling's evolved. And I think you and I as like old fucks, or at least me spiritually so, we get a lot of enjoyment. That's not like totally owner. Dude, when he fucking roared in the the pre-show interview, the yeah. interview segment. I mean, yeah. He's like, he's, a, he's like, and FTR is so good. Because like the way they structure the matches, and I'm telling you guys, this won't be the case. When they start working with someone else, it will be different because they're not going to be as good as FTR. But like, FTR don't hit so totally only with offense. Right. They just like get out of the way and he just like destroys himself over and over. He did like six times in their two matches together. Yep. They just move. He fucking posts himself. He hits the barricade. Because the idea is he's out of control. Like in the tag match, there was even a point where Prince Nana like pulled him aside and was like <laughs> yelling yep. at him. Like, and that's great because that gives him his own identity, which then by contrast, that allows Khan to be himself, which is cool and calm. If he's the bishop if, thing new. Um, was he that he used honor? it on the independence, but they okay. never used it in real life. Good name. Yeah, he he's um he may be the most serious wrestling prospect that no one is listing as a serious wrestling prospect. Right. He's his look and I know people get mad at look, but like, bro, that dude looks like a movie star. Yeah. He's fucking nuts. Like he's got a great look and he has like, his work is not incredible or anything, but he's pretty sharp. And he's natural on TV, right? He doesn't like a guy who's like fish out of water. Um, I'm very, very, very bullish on that dude. I don't know what his ceiling is until I see him do like promos and stuff. But right. There's definitely something there, right? Like he's an interesting prospect. Longer singles matches and stuff like that too. Yeah, because yeah, I remember the one he had with Cole and Dark. We were both very, very impressed yeah. by it. I forgot before. about that, yeah. Yeah, this is a good point. Thank you, Rob. I appreciate this. This is a good point because we forgot about this shoot. We love the match that Toa had on. There was one specifically where they worked on incredible match from FTR where they kicked the shit out of his partner, bumped for Toa, and as soon as Toa tagged back his partner, they pinned him. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the one that got him on their radar. So, yeah, they know what they're doing with that kind of thing. And I'm you know. so fired up to watch that match tomorrow, FTR and Aussie Open. Yeah. Gotta wait yeah. till after the Bengals game. Hopefully I won't be in a bad mood. I um, I wish they'd have done some cool shit with that, but I knew they wouldn't because yeah. they're in New Japan. But the, I love the way the wrestlers have talked about it and... Uh, I know Cash, um, someone close to us in our circle, had some discourse with Cash about it, and he was like, he was good, man. He was like, next time we'll be better. And Dax was like, that's the best fucking match in the history of the world. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a good example of them two as personalities, you know. I think Dax said it's the second favorite match I've ever had, right? Yeah, he said said first or second today, but the one thing he said was, he said it's the most physically like just depleted. He's yeah, I saw that. Yeah, which I'm looking forward I can to. I believe. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a hoot. I mean, Are I, I know the 18th you know, inning now. Jesus, 18 innings. I don't think anyone scored either, right? 182 games. 162. Come on. No, they've added 20. That's true. The playoffs it does add. 225 games. Yeah, zero zero in the 18th inning. Jesus. Owned. All right, we've got our top 10 baby faces. Top 10 here was MJF, right? Yeah. Right. Jericho's two. Yeah. Jericho, really, you could argue number one. <laughs> Jericho's all over their TV, bro. I think MJF's clearly presented as, like, I think, yeah, MJF's number one. But, yeah, you're not wrong. Jericho's all over there. They're close. Like, yeah. Now this is where it gets challenging. Right. 
Because I have, I genuinely don't know his name. Then chat, help throw names at us. I think, I think it would probably be Christian if he wasn't hurt. Yeah, which... it would be. Yeah. Before I had Christian Jericho to talk to when before MJF yeah. came back. So, Swerve. Uh... Are we still calling them a tag team right now? They can be in both. Like Wardjo is, you know, like they can be in both. Pack. Pack is actually probably it. Yeah. I think Pack, Swerve, Garcia. Yeah, that's probably right. Swerve. He's getting a lot of TV time, but like he wasn't the way he was written in Pilly Gum wasn't exactly that of like a pay per view main event, you know? Like no. it was, he wasn't like buried. Gun, man. Well, true. But he's the one who gets like a bunch of wins once, you know what I mean? Right. He's not. He's, I kind of think okay. he's, I kind of think he's going to wrestle Moxley in Seattle. Assuming Moxley's still the champion. Yeah. Cause they won't uh, care. They'll let, they'll let the crowd cheer swerve. They don't, that's never stopped them before. Yeah. Uh, Although it wouldn't surprise they probably might just do Swerve versus Darby again. That'd be awesome, to be fair. That'd be really good. Um, Garcia above or below Swerve? I'd put Swerve above Garcia for now. Where does Rouge come in? Good call, Slacker. He's probably next, right? Yeah. After this group? Tony fucking loves that guy. There's no... I don't know what his ceiling is, but... I think his ceiling is like TNT champ. Yeah, probably. He's just the one thing about Roosh is he even in AEW as good as he's been, he is a guy who's like inherently inconsistent. Like sometimes you'll look at his offense and he'll look at he'll be like, like miss by a mile with a punch and a kick. You're like Jesus, man! But he's great. I, I'm a big fan. Brody um, King. Can you even list him as active? I know it's hard. Lethal, Lethal. I think, turning babyface. So I wouldn't list him. Yeah, we might have to put him on there just because fucking. Sammy's got to be on there. Sammy's on there. Yeah. Okay. Sammy's probably above Roosh. Yes, he is. Is he below Garcia? Yes, I think okay. so. Sammy. Hobbs. Hobbs is probably, yeah. Hobbs is probably next. Um, you're right. It hasn't been that long since Grand Slam, but the problem is like, I don't know if Brody's like... I don't know if he is... Uh, you know, That's kind of true. I mean, Hobbs hasn't been around since Grand Slam, so I'd probably put. But is Brody above Hobbs? Oh, they're never on the TV show. Yeah, we may not see Brody until. That's that's my that's my read on it. Yeah, I'd, I'd assume Hobbs is going to be back in the next couple of weeks. Whereas yeah. I don't know if Brody's going to be back until they figure out that shit. Yeah. I mean, it's the same reason Miro didn't come out on the other side. It's like I just don't know what's going on. Right. Also, Grand Slam has now been like four Almost TVs. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. We'll put them in because otherwise we're fucked. And where are we at now, number wise? Just, do you want Brody above Hobbs or below? Put them below. Because right. Hobbs won on pay per view. MJF, Jericho, Peck, Swerve, Garcia, Sammy, Roosh, Hobbs, Brody King. Is that 10? Nine. QT Marshall. Jay Lethal has to be right for now. Yeah. For now. So, like, look, I ain't saying that's a bad lineup because it ain't. The babyface side's better. And not just that, if we were to make a list between these two of guys you expect to see on TV most weeks, it's so much more babyface heavy, you know? There's, Tony's so spotty with, like, the heel usage. It's like MJF and Jericho are on the show every week. Pack has been, but we know that Pack is inevitably going to go away again soon. Cause Should the Dino be on there? 
I mean, beat Jungle Boy, so. He should probably be above Lethal. Sure. Archer's back, but he's just been on the YouTube show, so I wouldn't put him in there yet. They don't really know what to do with him. They no, should they find don't. a tag partner for him. They should, yeah. Because they don't want to be in like, but yeah. It's fun. I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm perfectly content watching him fucking beat the shit out of people on YouTube every week. But I would legitimately push him. I'd probably push him. I'm like, I mean, pack of freeze grace. Obviously, Sam, we don't need to do the Sammy thing, but no, yeah. There's probably a place for Archer on this list, isn't there? I mean, Luchasaurus is on it, so they just haven't done it. Yeah, I mean, he should be on there for sure. Yeah, no, I'm not saying he is. I'm saying like if we, if you yeah. look at it kind of through a, he should probably be. I can't speak above quite a few of them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Archer and Page as a team would be very, yeah, that would be cool. Um, Kenta, you don't even got to convince me, man. I want Kenta to come in so bad. I'm not even like, obviously, he's one of my favorite wrestlers ever, but I actually think he's, I actually think there's a spot for him. Clearly. I think he could do very well. I mean, I don't know why New Japan would let him, but like, Oh, him coming okay. in for like if he came in for like six months, man, he could have a run. I'm not saying that's he's the, world champion or anything, but he could have a run. That's the actual thing I want from this relationship. Me too. We're gonna get is yeah. like actual stays where you can like book angles and. You know, I, I love would, you know I love just front of a match graphic. It would be nice if you could have guys like being part of the TV show for a while. Like, you know? It's like we talked about with me because I mean obviously we don't know for sure, but we get the. The impression is Miro wants to go work Japan, so just fucking let him go work Japan for oh. six months, man. I had to put a name for over the hill, so we forgot. Ego's recent booking is interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I'd put him on there yet, but I think he's going to be there soon. The guys, I actually thought, and I understand if people were upset, but I didn't see this because I was asleep. I actually thought that match was like a blueprint they could repeat. They gave Isaiah and Ethan like two minutes. Yeah. I didn't see anyone get mad about that. Good, because like the way it was produced didn't really hurt Isaiah. I didn't think, yeah. And doing a seven-minute match just because of, like, you don't want to be a guy in two minutes would have actively, I think, made the show worse. <laughs> because why have it, like, why have Ethan get heat in Canada? Like, just have right. him just go back and forth and he wins, you know? Yes, and that, that was an interesting thing. They never usually do that, man. Like, the competitive two- or three-minute match. He's never. got high upside, Ethan does. Yeah, he's very good. I think he's. I think the pairing with Stokely is going to work well there, too. Cause I will say this. I don't think... They have not tapped into Stokely enough yet. No, it's weird. It's weird, bro. He's got. I mean, he has his moments. He's on like, the show, not... but he doesn't like. He doesn't like do anything that feels like aimed at his strengths. Yeah, sooner or later, he needs to be actually like. In a in something that matters. This, the MJF thing was there for a second, but now MJF appears to hate him. So. They also got like tap into him as a promo. Like he's yeah. Like he talks on the show, but he doesn't do like. You don't do that many wrestling promos. <laughs> yeah. Like, how often on that TV show have you seen Stoke like, do, like, an actual wrestling promo where he's, like, just doing it, not in, like, an interruption or, like, a, you know, like, like an actual, he just has a clear statement, mission, whatever. Just cuts a wrestling promo. He doesn't redo really it on the show. It's weird. Just just let he and, uh, he and Renee host Rampage, like, primetime wrestling. Yeah, well. Fucking in the studio and then send it to matches. I think there's a lot of stuff you could do with that. Like, yeah. I'm one of those YouTube shows premiering at like fucking 11 a.m. Eastern. I think he's like such an incredible, like rebranding one of the DC shows is just like not a kids show, but like 
try to tap into who actually could catch it on YouTube pops me, you know? Right. It's interesting. Um, there's a lot of different things you do. I mean, I was, I've said to you before, I, there was so much stuff with the network. I thought they could have done in that regard. They just never did. But during when it was like they could do a 24 seven schedule. It's like, that's going to be awesome. They could like market events and maximize yeah. their tape. Right? Instead, it was just like this random fucking wheel of, <laughs> like they could have made such a thing of that. Right. <laughs> Like, we're showing this event at this time, and everyone's going to live tweet it, and none of the wrestlers are going to do it. Like, don't do any of that shit. I'm going to be real interested to see if he can get these shows he wants on TV. Because it's like like Dave Dave was kind of talking, but it's like he kind of threw something at the end, and it's like Warner Brothers Discovery has like 30 channels, man. (laughs) Like, that quote, though, was I mean, that quote about we're looking to have more AEW. Yeah, they want not in the ring, yeah. I mean, it's you a could, lot, you know. It's going to be, like, I, I think they're going to be, I think people, they're not going to do, like, fucking studio shows. I don't think they should. They don't, and like, fucking, that backstage show, I wanted to like that show so bad, and I, the WWE backstage show, yeah. that fucking sucked. It wasn't, there was nothing interesting about it. Like, it's just hard to do that and have it. What's the, how do you, do you do it as a shoot, or do you just go full? Because they did, like, the middle. They were the middle. Right. I don't like know. Some, you know, like sometimes, like one of the analysts was like, "Yeah, they've turned heel." Yeah, and then they go back to talk about the results, of the matches, and shit. It was like so hard. They're already filming a reality show with the yeah. the couples, which I don't know who all that is, but I would imagine Anna Jay and Jungle Boy. Oh. Hey, man, that's gonna help them. We aren't gonna watch it, maybe. But I know, like, but it's just like. The, the people that come to mind when you say it, it just sounds like it could be such a bad TV show. <laughs> like Anna Jay and Jungle Boy doing reality TV is like, man, I don't know. <laughs> I will be, I, yeah, I mean, who else? Like Shoddy Lee and Julia. Who Hold else? up. Okay, well, now you're talking. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise Jules. me if they're on there, yeah. Probably um, should be, right? Yeah. Oh God, Sammy and Ty are going to be on there. Well, they got be—they're going to have to be the main characters. For this. Yeah, they are. Fuck. Britt and Cole. I don't know if you can do it with Cole on. Yeah. Right now. Um. Jesus wept. What a time this is going to be. Yeah, you could get the Bennett's on there. Oh. Was That's she a on, good idea. Was Maria ever on Total Divas? I don't know if they overlap. Yeah, she was there for a while. Um, I have no idea. Let's find out. My God, there's a total divas Wikipedia page. There has to be. Yeah, I'm in on this Jules talk though. You convinced me. She wasn't. She had issues with the Bellas though, and the Bell that was the Bellas project. Yeah, she was never on. At least as a cast member, she may have appeared on it. Sky Blue and Dante, Renee and Moxley. Good luck. <laughs> Moxley yeah. on the Total Divas was fucking hilarious though. I have seen those clips. Yeah, I've never seen it. Just fucking acted like a moron, played they it up just, completely. Like, I don't even love it, but they should just fucking go through it with RJ's show, bro. I the like late RJ's night show. interview show and just yeah. like give it some, give it a little bit of production and have free guests to show or some shit. Yeah, I think you you could do Renee and RJ together in that with the same kind of concept. That'd probably be a better idea. Yeah. yeah. They're not gonna better. get Bree. Bree's got to deal with. She ain't gonna leave. Have an idea? Yeah. I guess. I just Triple H is a big Bella Twins fan. Fair. <laughs> are there? Do they have? Are their shows done now? Do they even have? 
Didn't they get cancelled? They may have still got their show, but Total Divas got cancelled, I think. I think Total Bellas got cancelled, too. Who cares? Um, I know Nikki's got a wedding mini show coming up. Can't wait for that one. You gotta respect it. Cashing in, you know. God bless, respect it. You could do something with Rigo and Excalibur. You could do something with Excalibur Excalibur and uh, Taz. Kip and Penny. There you go. Kip wears the fucking box at home. <laughs> Penny seems so like so like so many of these people in the couples seem like the most like introverted, shy, yeah. new wrestlers. Like them doing the because the, you know there's some stories, man. The, the total Davis thing was was a grind. Yeah, you know the reason Natty would always come across like a like an asshole on that show is because she was the only one that was like, "Y'all just do it." Everyone else was like, oh, "I'm doing that." Blade and Bunny. Oh, God bless. This is now we're cooking. JR doing a food show on the road. Oh, yeah. I'm in. It's just called Sauce It with Jim Ross. <laughs> oh, man. Now, see, I want this show. You can have a guest every week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> depending on the guy, we would watch that show, but the, depending on the guest, we would like get more excited for that than. Yeah. Like, could you imagine it's like a Sunday show and they announce the Monday, like, yeah, it's fucking. Um, I think it was the funniest. JR episode. Moxley at Skyline yeah. Chili. Yeah, we would, oh. We'd be like, fuck Dynamite, bro. It's, yeah. just, it's, it's <laughs> a Sunday. Doing review shows of Sausage. <laughs> rules. It will be fine. Like, in all seriousness, with the spin off shows, it's not aimed at us. They're going to try and tap into other audiences yeah. with the AEW base. Um, there's a lot of potential. There's a good chance. I'm going to end up watching some of it just because my wife's going to want to watch it and I'll watch it. Yeah, it's, and, you know, it's the Ring of Honor thing, I think, is going to be a challenge. I think they're actually going to get the All Elite Women show on TV. I think they're going to get the women's show too. I don't think Ring of Honor's going to be on Turner. No. I think they're eventually going to strike a middle ground where they just do bi monthly pay per views for Bleacher. And I honestly, there's probably a. If you get that deal, do you just make it a YouTube show? Just get rid of one of the C shows. I would. I think they should do that now. Yeah. I mean, you're fucking taping anyway. Just like, just do it. And if you get a TV deal, then you keep going on. T- like, I, I, think, I really don't see the downside to it. You're fucking running. You're taping a show I think anyway. He's concerned about what the numbers would or wouldn't show. Right. Like, imagine they did Ring of Honor. It like 150,000 people watched it, and he, you know, the, the TV execs are like, this is fucking free on YouTube. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's my. I think that'd be a concern of it because let's be honest, bro. We don't know what that show would do. Like, look, I love Ring of Honor. I ain't gonna argue with anyone who says they're not interested because it was not a big hit commercially. I mean, it wasn't. I think. I think. It, I think they could maybe do what Rampage does if it was in a better time slot. Maybe. Which, like, if you put it on, like, of course, the problem is you're running out of time slots where you're not competing with something or, yeah, you know, because you obviously you can't do it during. Raw also, SmackDown. if you could. If you could get a better time slot, your priority has to be Rampage. Right. Has to be. Oh, for sure, yeah. Like if, That's time, true. if you'd move Rampage and you put Ring of Honor in exactly, the Rampage yeah. slot. Like, it's like, that would look, be I, ideal anyway for them, I, I think. I think, look, Samoa Joe's a big star and Chris Jericho's obviously an even bigger star, but it's like there's so much wrestling. I just don't think people are going to – I just – I don't know what the ceiling – look, I, I was talking to the guys about this the other day and I, I would not say this on a bigger show than the one we're doing now. We're just popping ourselves, but like – how do I put this? 
I would suggest there is a real argument that the Jericho angle should actually just be the end of the story for Ring of Honor. I um, what yeah. I mean by that is you conclude it with whatever baby face you pick. I think it makes most sense as Brian or Joe beating him. You know, and Ring of Honor gets a day in the sun, a big time pay per view, probably final battle, and you kind of just say. We make Ring of Honor history part of our history. We have the tape library. We celebrate it. We respect it. Because I just think I think it's hard in that if I'm Tony Khan, if I'm doing that, there's no way I'm not unifying the belts. Yeah. Just because it kind of makes the AEW. You know what I mean? Like you can kind of. Yeah. So you do. A just, so how do you do that? I mean, I guess because like how do you accomplish both things you're saying? You know what I mean? It's just like, very different to do, like... Because Moxley like, can't be that guy because he wasn't a Ring of Honor guy. The Triple, guy, guess, thing affects but... Ring, the Triple H thing affects Ring of Honor because, like, with Vince, it felt like every fucking wrestler was going to, like, eventually become available to them. And now it's like... The roster's obviously still stacked, but you're not, like, rushing to have Claudio and Joe just not on Dynamite, Right. Right. So it's like, well, yeah, they're going to work both shows. It's, why would people, what's the point then? Like, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and then you get to, you start actually thinking about it. Again, folks, let me straight up. I'm the one here who loves Ring of Honor, so I ain't saying it's a bit dick. I'm just genuinely talking it through. Like, well, you could develop talent on Ring of Honor, and it's like, what if they do one tape in a month? Who's that going to develop? Can't you just, like, do better matches on the on the C shows? Like, I don't know, man. I, I've been thinking about it a lot recently because I just – as a fan, I know that it will be my favorite show if it's just an hour long and it's like a nice little wrestling show because it's what I like about wrestling. And it'll be I was clearly gonna have guys I like on it, but like right. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that there's a great need for it as a current product because there's not really, you know. Most of the yeah. AEW audience is already resenting Ring of Honor anyway for it being on the TV shows. I know, which is because <laughs> like I'm not even a Ring of Honor guy, I never was, and it hasn't bothered me a bit. Like. Yeah, because most of the stuff would be on there anyway. It's just they have the right. belts attached. It's dumb, but the belts thing doesn't bother me at all. I get. I mean, I, I guess I get the argument, but yeah, it doesn't bother just, me at all. I, you got I, a I fucking one hundred and fifty wrestlers, man. Like, yeah, I don't know. I, the only one that's, clear, that's excessive is the is the six man that Dalton and the boys have. Yeah, There's no reason for that, and that isn't even on the TV, right? Yeah, so. just, I mean, I'm serious. Like, I. Dalton should be on fucking the YouTube shows every week. He fucking pops the crowd. Yeah. He rules. Like I'm not. He rules in that role. Yeah. I thought. I thought he was excellent on. He was excellent. Yeah. He's that a good promo bro. fucking ruled, man. He's very charismatic. That, gets over. That that these lights stay on because my heart still beats. Line now. Number first of all, it didn't make any sense within the context of the show because he's not that important. But God, it fucking ruled. Yeah, his delivery <laughs> like, was great. Peacock power, Shivani. It's so Jericho that he wants to work with him too. Yeah. It's like peak Jericho. Probably won't um, be any good, but he'll be good. Dalton had, Dalton's flashed. I like, he, I can't. Remember, he had one match that I liked. I can't remember which one it was though. Progression match was good. Yeah, it was good. He's good. He's actually a better fit for AW because he's probably just going to get ten minutes on TV. You know, that's like, the best. That was the funniest part about that segment. Is like it. Dalton Castle defending Ring of Honor is like the pure wrestling company is fucking yeah. hilarious. Um, it's a good example of like the role because if I was one of the third, fourth promotions, um, you know, and fucking Dalton was on the market, but I don't know because I don't think Dalton's at a point in his career where he can give you like big time main event matches. But that's kind of the beauty of him in AEW is that like this match is going to go like 10 minutes. Yeah. 
It's going to be one of his biggest matches. He's so over, man. He gets over. He just does. Um, they are not no, there's no, there's the live audience. There's no difference between because the live, like it's the same stars. Like Jericho yeah. doesn't come out and people go, "Well, fuck, he's the ring of watcher." I'm just to, again, folks. I the Mercedes Diana match. Yes, they were very quiet for that. Let me be very clear here because it's important. When even when Ring of Honor gets still, no one will be more fired up for it than me. You're gonna get a lot of coverage on this platform. I'm just talking, if, being as objective as I can. If Shoot said to me, Joe, what is actually the point? I would, I would very much struggle to give him an answer that I felt was like undeniable. You know, like I don't really know if it exists. So that's all we were getting at, or I was getting, I should say. Um, do you guys have any ideas for a TW for me to start? Um, yes. The save file is called Hulkamania Extreme. <laughs> Shoot knows where I'm going. Um, in 1994, what if Hulk Hogan instead teamed up with uh, Rupert Murdoch and bought ECW and took with him Bruce Beefcake, Nasty Boys and Co. to ECW and without signing Hogan, instead Bischoff pivots to the Ultimate Warrior who's working a program uh, alongside Sting versus Ric Flair and Rick Rude. Also, I think Kevin Nash broke his leg or something, or Bret Hart got injured. So the WWF have brought back Rowdy Roddy Piper. That's the save you should do, brother. That's 2016, though. Oh, it's 2020. Well, fuck. It's the best save. It's like there should be so many more like that. There's alternate right. reality ones. I just, so I don't. The one thing I will say. It's gonna be really hard to get Tony to admit defeat on that front. Yeah, it's just gonna live as a pay. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think it's just gonna live as like these pay per views. I just don't think it's. I just, I, I think what I, my honest opinion, like my genuine read on it, is that he's gonna get the TV deal, but it's gonna be when he fucking gets the, the new deal for, That's dynamite. So we're still looking at a year from now. Like I think, because yeah. I think he's gonna. I, I mean, obviously, unless things change, but I think. He will have enough leverage to at least be like, "You got to give me this." I think it will happen, and yeah. I'll be the first one watching it. I think final battle is going to be Chris Jericho and Samoa Joe. Yeah, um, probably. I don't think the Garcia thing is going to go back again in the next two months, and that is a that is a big match. Now I don't know how good that match is in twenty twenty two. It certainly isn't saying that should go long. It could be very entertaining, I think, with a short run time. Yeah. I think it would be better as a TV match, frankly, but it I is think, a big match. I right? sell the show with Jericho. And, I, what so. I mean is, like, purely artistically, the match would be better as a right. TV match because the runtime, you know? Right. But I think it's a big match. Probably unify the, the belts, you know. right? Right. And um, I think we're headed to, like, you know, Jericho's group versus this new kind of forming uh, babyface group. Uh, this is just guesswork. I don't know any of this stuff. But, like, the way that Jericho's been cutting promos – the fact that he's always been such a big Joe fan and they've never got to have a program. They had one match on TV in WWE that was like a DQ or something to count out. Yeah. It's, it has Jericho's fingerprints all over it, right? Like, now, whether Joe is going to be the one that ends it, I think Garcia will be the one that does that. But I think Final Battle will be. Um, will I think be Nigel true. and Jericho is absolutely going to happen. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. Nigel I think wanted absolutely his release. going to happen. Yeah. Nigel wasn't released, um, like, just because he requested his release. Yeah, so. I, I, I very much think, and I don't, you know, sometimes I say I'm not a scoopster, but I know stuff. This I legitimately don't know anything, but, like, the, 
Only My read on it is Nigel it. basically said to Triple H, I want to wrestle again. And Triple H said, well, that's not going to yeah. happen here. So now, let him go. The timing could suggest, in fairness, that Nigel said, I'm full so little of that I'm not on any of the new free broadcast teams. I would like yeah. to leave. And Triple H said, cool. That could easily be the case, too. Nigel has previously been very, very adamant about not wrestling. It has been years since he spoke on the matter. Um, I don't know. I, I would guess he's going to wrestle. It's purely a guess, as you just said. The only thing I know with confidence is that supposedly he requested his release. So make it out what you will, right? Um, I do like you do like the one match. Let's see. This is the thing where you wish they had a TV deal in place because, like, of course, Ian and Caprice yeah. are very good together. But I think you could easily do all three of them. Oh yeah, um, they'd be a good trio. Yeah, yeah. Because Caprice is great. Like. His energy is great. He's very dynamic, but Nigel could can bring like the analysis there that could be right. You know, that would be like a cool thing if he could. You know, like he gives it. He gives it one more shot. Um, yeah, Jericho beats him, but obviously it's like a hell of a match, and Nigel comes really close, and mm-hmm. then he transitions into becoming like the Ring of Honor. There's also a lot of stuff you could do. Like if he's like this is the thing I I struggle with sometimes. I think Sting's proven it. Like. In the States, there's such an inability to use guys that have, like, a little bit left. Yeah. Like, if Nigel wants to wrestle, but, like, you don't, you don't want to put him in there constantly, like, do you know how much people would pop for him teaming with Dragon? That would be or cool. Or doing, yeah. like, like, imagine Jericho in 2.0 versus, like, Brian, Joe, and Nigel as, like, the fucking Ring of Honor All-Stars. Like, bro, for that crowd that cares about Nigel, that would be, like, a huge deal, you know? You could also, like, have him take somebody under his wing. Yeah. Almost like the Sting rule. Except maybe, you know what I mean? In like, fact, him, this could be compelling. If he's going to come out and work Jericho, him being the guy that actually gets Garcia to like move on could be go. really interesting. Because yeah. there's a lot of overlap there, I think. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, like, I just want Nigel to do what he... I, genuinely, there's probably not a career in wrestling that bums me out as much as Nigel's. And he had an awesome career in terms of like he had great matches, but like... Fuck, man. He made so little money compared to how good he was. And he was going to make the money. That's the thing that makes it. It's not like he's a guy who people just missed on. Everyone right. knew how good he was. It just didn't work like because of the medical shit. It's so annoying. But, yeah, I um, absolutely, I, I agree with like, I definitely <clears throat> think that they're going to sign him. It's just a matter of not for what sure, he yeah. ends up doing. Yeah, because they don't need another commentator. That's 100% right. But if you get the Ring of Honor show, then. Like, is that true, though? Like in theory, you're right. They don't need other countries. They have a load of them. But like, well, they can find a way them, to use them. Yeah. How many of them do you think are good? They're commentators right now. Like, we're happy with the Dynamite team, right? Excalibur, yeah. Taz, Tony. Tony. I don't think Tony's desperate to stay there forever. But like, Tony, we're, we're both happy with Tony. We love Tony, right? Rampage. Excalibur doesn't have to do Rampage. Firstly, that's true. Jr. is on Rampage. Right. Obviously, he's staying there as long as he wants to be there. Jericho. Tony's on Rampage. Yes, yes. True. <laughs> is, is that like... Did anyone else find it strange that they went from like Taz does only Rampage to then when Taz went down, like everyone else? Yeah. <laughs> like, who are their color commentators? Genuinely. Because this is what I was trying to think about the other day. Like, Tony is now. Well, Tony's kind of just a fan in the booth, actually. Yeah. That's Tony's like Crockett, which fucking rules, by the way. Um, yeah, I love it. Absolutely. Taz is color commentator. Taz is an actual like color. He might be the, the only, only one. He's the only one in the mold of Nigel, right? Like who's a yeah. analytical guy. It's, it just pops me like, because to be clear, 
Don't have Henry does well, Henry does YouTube, but he doesn't. He's, he's not on Rampage TV. anymore. Hey, yeah, bro, he, he did two episodes and all that. Absolutely not. Um, yeah. To be clear, don't have an answer right, and you were right for it. Right? They do have two minutes, but like Nigel's better than most of these dudes, right? Like even fucking the Monday show changes all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I think this past week they had, I think it was Excalibur, Paul White, and Menard. He fucking he's good, man. Like, yeah, he may actually, yeah, like when he's done wrestling, he should be fucking on TV. He's yeah. good. He's an interesting one. How do you? Th- I think Nigel would be okay because the NXT run. That's actually Live interesting Christ. too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I, the NXT stuff because that's probably their audience that watch that. Like, he was one of those announcers that the crowd, like the audience, really fucked with him as an announcer, like as a person because of how he announced. You know, some guys it goes the other way, obviously. Um, King was great on commentary too, but King was just popping himself. Yeah, Menard actually, Menard actually like tries to get people over and stuff. Um, King could do it, but obviously he was in a very specific mode for YouTube where he knew yeah. it was like you know, fuck it, pop yourself. Yeah, I think the Jericho Ring of Honor stuff is great. I yeah, the got the latest Garcia Swerve, I think was better in like theory than in reality because like, I don't think it really packed that much of a punch, especially doing it in Canada because they just cheered. Right, <laughs> like we both said like months ago that was going to happen, so it's kind of yeah. like, but like, I don't have. An I, issue. I know some people are really mad about it. I'm not as invested in Garcia as a lot of people are, so I didn't have. Yeah, I think it was. I need I to see where they go from here. I wasn't dying for the big Garcia babyface run. That's not me knocking him. I just it wasn't something I was, I was super fired up for. I was kind of into him being a team with Dragon, but yeah, that would if that that would be cool. I also knew if it was going to happen, so it doesn't really bother right. me. But I I didn't think it was like particularly, you know, like dynamite as an angle the turn. No, I Partly agree with because Garcia yeah. was about two minutes late, you know, <laughs> um, yes. which wasn't great. And Jericho's way of killing time was, which I couldn't believe Chris did that, man. Like he looked over his shoulder. Yeah, where is he? I was like, "Fuck, man! Can you do something? Can you like drop it or something?" <laughs> yeah, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think the Jericho stuff's like probably the most. Compelling. I mean, I was going to say the most compelling angle, but you could argue it's one of like the only actual angles in the promotion, right? It's like that, a big idea. That group rules, especially when Sammy's not there. Yeah. I think Anna's even getting better now. She was better this week, yeah. Yeah. On both shows. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Should we uh, compile the tag team depth chart? Confirm shoot. Sure. Top babyface team, the acclaimed. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It is the acclaimed. Sorry, it's like habit. It's claimed one FTR two. <laughs> did my bit, bro. Yeah. It okay. is the acclaimed, yeah. They're, They're both, both super over, but the acclaimed monster are, over, yeah. yeah the acclaimed, the acclaimed are, are the hottest back in the company. Legitimately, they are. Yes, yeah, wild. Yeah. Claim one FTR two. Who is uh? Who's up next? Oh. This this babyface teams we're forgetting, bro. Um. Well, chat helps us. What's the next most interesting feud story for King when he comes back? I don't know, man. The uh, the Eddie Kingston thing is in a weird spot. Like, I don't really know what's going on. Because, um, like, the lack of follow-up on Arthur was weird to me. Like, that's where you would, like, take a clear angle. I don't think they really know. Um, the Lucha Bros haven't turned yet, so they're probably next. Yeah, Wardrobe's a good call, too. But to yeah. answer your questions, like, I, I think he just needs to have a feud. Like, uh, the problem is you don't really want to beat him again. So, I don't know. 
Um, best friends. Okay, War Joe, Lucha Bros, or best friends next? I just War Joe hasn't done enough as a tag team for me. To this be, this is this is qualifying. I wouldn't even put them on there. Yeah, Lucha Bros next, and then best friends. Um. Okay. Silver and Reynolds next. Probably, yeah. <laughs> They've been kind of important again recently, right? Yeah. With the Hangman run. I know it's not as a team necessarily, but come on, it is the same thing. Who else we got, chat? This is the way I actually wanted to do this tonight, shoot, was because like, I read so many takes about the Kingdom coming in about how the tag division was stacked as it is, and I was like, do you guys not like, watch the shows anymore? Private party or baby faces, right? You know they're, yeah. so they're probably, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're baby faces again. They're like reluctant. Which I kind of think like that's a good example of having to see the forest for the trees and stuff. Like we would both agree their ceilings high as baby faces, right? Yeah. Was there not a vacancy for them right now to actually get pushed as heels? Like they would like they're now they're kind of behind again, you know, they're not gonna be above FTR or the acclaim. It's like as heels, they could have worked the acclaim. They could have done a title program. Yeah. This, I would imagine Stu's back because that's insane to do that if he's not. Um, I don't, I'm not sure. Because the line about, like, it's Canada, I wouldn't miss this. I was like, I don't think it's just, it was a one-off. It could be. I don't know. He was just, like, kind of to pop people, you know, and put a little bit of closure on it. I don't know. I mean, hopefully he's back. He's we'll see what happens, runs. I guess, yeah. Stu should wrestle um, Dax Harwood on Elevation. That would fucking rule. And Dustin Rhodes. Uno yeah. and Stu against FTR would fucking rule. Uno and Stu are like a seriously good team. Yeah, they are. They're actually a better team than Silver and Reynolds, I think. And I mean, as Knox, but they're a really good team, man. Yeah. Because Stu is. They had a rough start, but yeah, man, they're. Yeah. Silver and Reynolds are excellent, though. Like when they have their like tandem offense, is tremendous. Is there any other babyface teams, guys? Not that I can think of. Dustin Rhodes and Eddie Kingston. God bless. That should happen. Could you imagine, bro? <laughs> like Dustin announces he's retiring on a date, and fucking King is like, "We're we're gonna win the big ones." <laughs> it's the two of us popping huge. Chat's like, "What the fuck is Eddie Kingston team with a fifty-three-year-old man?" Like, this is the greatest AEW's ever been. Tony Khan's back. <laughs> Absolutely. You don't know there's any other teams. Chat hasn't got any other teams. Sting and Derby. They're, they're actually a team. They're ranked a bunch, bro. They're a team. Yeah. Well, they don't After do that FTR. anymore, but yeah. Probably, um, yeah. Of course, were they active? I guess they had the match not too long. Sure. Okay. The acclaimed FTR, Sting and Derby, the Lucha Bros, the best friends, Silver and Reynolds, and Private Party. Party, yeah. I think that's well, it. That's the strongest side as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because this is where you get into the real fun and games. Uh-huh. Who's the top heel team? Because Swerve and Our Glory are like... Well, Lee's a babyface and Swerve's right. a heel, so you can't really put them on either side right now. Because they're not like a straight up... Like, I mean, if we really want we can put Swerve and Our Glory just because when they work a match, they can be the heels. But like, you're right, Keith's a complete babyface. He was mad at Swerve for cheating on Wednesday. Yeah. Swerving in the wrong lane, bro. Look at this. Look, look at the look at the names in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> it's rough. This is what I'm saying, bro. This is what I mean. 
The kingdom are better than these teams. The kingdom might be number one. <laughs> on, on like talent, you know, obviously on usage, yeah. we can't put them in there yet. But like the kingdom are the best heel team in the, in the promotion. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it's that much of a hot take. Like the, the Gun Club are pretty good, but they haven't got nearly like the you know the experience of having like big matches. The Kingdom have had like twenty right. minute matches. I mean, fucking, I didn't see the Bound for Glory. Tape said that tag match they had it with Motor C Machine Guns was like incredible. And I know, we might, but like, I would trust still. his judgment. Yeah, apparently yeah. they're still the Impact Tag Team Champions on TV yeah, right now. Dropped, you know they yeah. who they eventually dropped them to? No. Okay, chat spoil mute if you want to be spoiled, but nobody um, cares. Heath and Rhino. <laughs> the lads. Who's uh who's number one? Gun Club. It can't be two one because they did a job to action Bronson, bro. It can't be. It's gotta be Gun Club. They just feuded with the acclaims, they've been on TV a lot. It's gotta be the gun club. Fuck it is the fucking gun club. Come on, Croaky. He's right, though. Put Varsity Blondes at the end. Well, they're not, they're not even called that anymore. Okay, good point. Varsity Athletes, they're above the gun club. Fuck no. <laughs> I love that that's where you draw the line, bro. <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck, they probably are, actually, yeah. Trustbusters. Oh, they're not a tag team. Yeah, so like this is the thing. In fairness, Andrade and be number one, yeah, and Brody and Buddy or Brody and Malachi, but like they're both missing parties, unfortunately. Yeah, because Andrade, I don't think he's gonna be back for a while. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna be back at all. But two point zero in next, yeah. Yeah, they're not even called that anymore. Oh well, they should actually. Honestly, they don't even have the action, a name. The action bronze and business ruled. I actually think if I had the pants, I'd really try to like. Not make them serious because they're shtick guys, but I'd probably try to emphasize them because looking at this lineup, I'd much like prefer to push 2.0, you know? I think they could have I, them and the acclaim could be a lot of fun. Yeah, and the other one is these guys who, like, I understand they're not the most like TV dynamic act, but looking at this lineup, I'd be very, I'd be keen to get the work horsemen involved because they're like yeah. actual good professional wrestlers. That's actually, that reminds me, uh, Dante Martin and Matt Seidel. Should be on that tag side, probably above a couple of those people too that we have. They like a team. I don't, even, I don't watch yeah. the shows anymore. Yeah, they could probably be in there. They could be eight. They're not. They're not a pro party, are they? I mean, they actually win, but yeah, probably not. <laughs> I guess they By the way, one. check the IG, bro. I want to make this clear. I've seen a lot of this recently. I was even asked about it in my DMs. There's been allegations that Andrade El Idolo got the shit kicked out of him by Sam Guevara. Follow him on the ground. All good, bro. No marks. Posted many, many uh, videos. There was one extended video of him just dancing around with Charlotte Flair. Um, oh, yeah. Like incredibly sort of bizarre piece of content that he just posted. Um, it also, good. yeah. That would actually be funny, though. Considering like the narrative that the that the companies no, managed to run with no, I'm not saying it'd be funny that it'd be yeah. funny in that they managed to successfully push a narrative that Sammy didn't hit him, and that's why no, it would be defended, like, and then we would be devastating him. though, wouldn't yeah. it? Could you imagine? Oh yeah. I mean it would be like we'd have to get rid of wrestling, I think, wouldn't we? Because when I was asked about I was terrified. I went straight to the Instagrams to just destroy Bro, when I 
Wednesday morning when I saw that Ty and Sammy were still in Brazil. Going to be a good show tonight. <laughs> oh, God bless. Um, the Hills lineup thus far for those you keeping track at home. The Gun Club, the Varsity Athletes and 2.0. <laughs> but, bro, you can't be signing that mid-tag team in the kingdom, man. You can't. You can't be signing them. You can't be signing them. Gates you know? of Agony's probably next. Well, the Gates and Agony fucking rule. They should be number one. I'm just saying, like, at this point, they should be on there. Yeah. Um, Who else we got? Chat, how was that? Because she and I are old. Work Horsemen. They have one as a team. Yeah, they've had some squash matches. But they had a couple of them now. I saw the one they had where they did where they did a promo. Butcher and Blade, that's a good one. Okay, they're above Gates of Agony, right? Yeah. Bro, uh, that match fucking ruled last night. Yes, it did. Match was awesome. Shout out to Bunny as well. Good worker. <laughs> Bro, I posted a, I posted a screen cap from a, I noticed <laughs> from the YouTube of their entrance, and there were many quote retweets that were just a glass of milk. I didn't understand it. My God, well, that match was like a great example of what I think wrestling TV should be filled with. Like it wasn't a match for like star ratings, but it was like the, everything in the match had purpose and it was exciting and there was stuff going on and the hills looked like hills and got over and fucking did their shit and you know Moxley's such a force of nature. Like in every match John Moxley has, he'll do something that looks like kind of awkward. Yeah, like you never give a shit because like he's just such a uniquely charismatic, compelling wrestler. Did you see him blow a kiss at Ali? <laughs> I did, yeah. Fucking, fucking laughed my ass off. Him and Claudio is such a funny team because Claudio is like this perfect specimen. Yeah. And then like Mox is just like vibes. That promo was hilarious too. Yeah, the Claudio in the promo was so funny. Yeah. Um, Butcher and Blood, there's an actual opening for them to yeah. push but Butcher. Them and the Acclaim would be fun. This is what I mean about the private party thing, bro. Like, private party could literally be the top hill team right now. Yeah. And instead, they're the seventh babyface team. You know, that's where sometimes, while I agree completely the idea that they're better as babyfaces, you need to sometimes look at the, you know, it's hard, obviously. I'm, I took dipshits and never done it, but it's like, you know, it's, it's just, it's interesting to look at. I mean, this babyface side is good, right? I mean, the acclaimed FTR, Sting and Darby, obviously, is a slightly different one, but Lucha Bros, best friend, Silver and Reynolds at six. I mean, I think you're more than happy with that. Yeah. I mean, this hillside is outrageous. I mean, the Gun Club are fine. I mean, they're a fun TV, but they shouldn't be your number be one. Number team. one, no, absolutely no. not. And it, it makes you think the full gear's got to be FTR and the acclaimed. I think I don't know what else you can do, unless you do the acclaimed versus the Lucha Bros. And it's one of those deals where Pack wants them to be heels. You know that kind of deal, like Pack wants them to cheat to get the belts back or whatever else. You could do that, but other than that, I don't know what you could do. Yeah, it'd be nice if they could bring the Briscoes in. Agree with that. I think that'll happen. Because they God, there's an opening for them right now, huh? Yeah, I think they're coming in because the the fact they cancelled that Lucha Bros match. That signal, you know. The problem is like how do I put this? Um The obvious program for them is heels is probably not something you want to do. 
Yeah. You can Not only... because like they would do any like you see it like immediately highlights the reason they weren't there to begin with, you know. Right. Be nice if they could get Aussie open. They're not so I know. A lot. Anyway. <laughs> They're kind of the example. I'm not sure that's a good feud for the acclaimed. No. But like still a great open. There's like an opening for them to be. My assumption is that they're not signed because they actually want to do the Japan thing for real. Yeah. Um, which rules because I think that's a good idea. You know, Osprey's given, he's so into them as a team that I didn't have a real run there, but I would imagine AEW would, you know, has, has already talked about signing them. I, just, I think they want to do New Japan. I don't yeah. know why they haven't got a contract with New Japan, frankly. Nissan Woods, we have as the number two team. Varsity Athletes, brother. Remember Varsity the new name? Athletes, yeah. Um, Butcher, man, there's such an opening for Butcher and Blade. There such is such a good act. He's a great act. The problem with Butcher and Blade is, and I say this, they are, you know, not they. I love the guy, but Butch is, you don't know sure. what you're going to get. You know, he's right. He's very like, like you watch him last night and he's like a hoot. It's like, fuck, he should be on the TV show every couple of weeks. And then, like, sometimes you'll see Butch and be like, well, fuck. <laughs> He looks every bit, you know, a 45-year-old guy just like wrestling a few years ago. Like he's, as far as I know, they're free agents. I mean, obviously, contracts in wrestling is such a weird. Some deals are like real contracts. Some deals are just kind of agreements to work together. Very sort of fleeting. Um, from what I can gather, they're in a really weird contractual position with New Japan. I don't know how they can be wrong. I just um, like, I know I'm harping on it, but like, I'm not even, yeah, the, the mostly machine guns thing was, Interesting. Six man was weird, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was worked like them getting no reaction on that show was fucking wild, man. They got no reaction. That is strange. It didn't really make any sense to me. Of course, like the kingdom didn't get any. I like they got worse than no reaction. Bro. Yeah, they got like dead silence. Like you know, I was talking to you about it, and you were like, "Well, they weren't," and I was like, "Yeah, but Maria, man, like at least Maria should get a." Some yeah, kind of reaction. They're just not like. I would hire the kingdom because I think they're like a good tag team. They seem like you know they seem like people that add to your promotion. But like they're not. They've never been one of those Ring of Honor acts that like people got into. Like, I think I'm with you on the Maria thing. Oh, no, FTR, FTR will get them over as That's much as they, they need to be over. Yeah, that match is gonna be good. Maria on being there, it can only help, even if she's not going to be in any kind of role. She was only having like good her. on TV, too. Yeah, having her in the locker room, having her around to talk to the women, and yeah. you know, it's a good timing because they do. You know, I don't want to keep, but they are seeming to make some kind of an effort right now. Genuinely, is there an argument that you put fucking Frankie and Chris back together as a heel team? You could make the argument because, like. It was 10 years ago when they were at their high height as a heel team. But, like, those dudes have forgotten more about wrestling than most of these fellas know, man. I, I, if Adam Cole is healthy and come back, I think he actually will probably end up with the kingdom just because yeah. he can't be with. I don't know. But I should try and come something new. I, I agree with you. Especially, just, I, th- I actually just think he should be a baby face. I know they've got too many right now, but he's so popular. It's like, especially coming back from this, like, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know when Scorp's coming back. There's no talk about school, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, That's the problem with tag teams are hard, man. Like, they're just 
There aren't a ton of them. Um, I like that West Coast Wrecking Crew, but I don't know. I don't know if there's yeah. they're problematic or. I just think you know it's one of those things. Like, yeah, I think there'd be another work, a workhorse. When you know, if you can't right. push the workhorse, then you're probably not going to push Isaacs and Nelson. That I want to be clear. I wasn't. I have no. I wasn't like trying to hint that they're problematic. I just literally have no idea. You know what they need going on or the Blake and Bud connection. That would fucking rule, man. Yeah, be good on it. Can you imagine? I would. Pop Bud you. comes back, no spookiness. He's just in a team with fucking Jules as their manager as Lexi. Oh. <laughs> fucking give him the belt, man. Jules is just she just plays Alexa Bliss. <laughs> Oh no! Oh well. Good for Fred. I can't even get mad about that. Oh, yeah, AW, if if AEW's not going to hire him, then good for him. If Fred gets a Fed contract and anyone clowns that dude, they're crazy. That would be the yeah. coolest thing ever for him. The AEW's never even like I know him for a T show. It's crazy. That was like my I I had that instinctual reaction, but yeah, AEW clearly doesn't want him. So fuck it, get the bag, man. He deserves it. He could get over there now too. That's the thing. It's like before it'd be like they're probably going to call him like fucking. Probably make him like a DJ or something, you know? He's going to just probably be there. Like, he'll give him a new name, but he'll just be Fred Day High. You know, he have the glasses and the fucking leather jacket. Yeah. Whole deal. Yeah, Macklin's under contract. Macklin and Blake are a good team. I think they'll both be in the Fed for long. Blake um, Christian, you could probably do something with him. That's a that's a babyface team, though, right? You can't do shit with him as a heel, man. Yeah. Dude, I wouldn't no even do anything with him as a babyface. <laughs> He's hot, look, man. He's a nice little wrestler, but, like, this is, you know, like, he's just got no, like, physical presence at all. He's the kind of baby face you'd have to, like, kick the shell to get him over. And it's like, who cares? Like, I'd rather do that with Leon Ruff. Yeah. Leon Ruff has, like, he's, like, got this sort of fun, uh, like, He won a match on Dark like, a couple weeks ago. I like him. He has, like, a, he feels like a comic book character, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he's got this, like, he's such an underdog. He's like freakishly skinny <laughs> for <Yeah>. a wrestler. <laughs> Blake just kind of looks like he's just a little guy. <laughs> Macklin and Blake in AEW, there'd be an opening for them, but they're a better act in the Fed. Yeah. I saw them at that Revolver show and I was like, these guys should just be on fucking WWE. They're right really now. good, like, right? Yeah. Macklin is fucking awesome. Like Macklin may end up there because Dion is obviously the thing to watch there. Just easiest thing to look at. Like where's AD, like we've said so many times, if fucking AEW doesn't get her. Yeah. Yeah. Well that I think they will because um do you listen to Jericho's podcast with Soraya? No. <clears throat> he basically said they had the exact conversation we talked about. He's like, You look at the landscape, women's wrestling, who's out there that can make an impact? Soraya and like he talked to Moxley about it, and Moxley said, I think she's going out to WWE because he had heard her talking to Renee about it. So then Jericho got on the phone to uh, Moxley, got to Tony. Like, they made, like, a fucking big full-court press because the conversation we had on here was the exact conversation they were having, which is, like, it's going to be different now. Like, anyone, like, they missed out on Dakota because of it. Candice came off the ball because of it. Like, Mia Yim, we assume, is going to go back. So like now you're looking at it going, the, the board is shrinking because of Triple H's presence. Less people are going to become available. We need to secure people now. Soraya was the perfect example of it. Like Soraya is just more valuable to AEW than WWE. Whether you're into her being back or not, she just is. Well, like in WWE, yeah. she's 
She's a big name. There's a load of big names. In AEW, she's the big name. Deonna, same thing. Like, she's just more valuable to AEW. So they have to win that bit. And then you get into the Macklin part of it, which was where we started. It's like... That's what, like... If Keith Lee's the one that's got the short-term contract, then maybe I just... You yeah. would think they could get me if Keith Lee's going to be there for... I mean, obviously, you can't... You shouldn't do that. You can't assume that, you know, because... Somehow, my wife and I worked together for a year, and we fucking hated it. So, I mean, <laughs> it's yeah. like, you know, but yeah, there's some different pieces of play there. I think, right? Right. I don't know. I just hope Mia gets paid. Um, yeah, Jordan Rantfield will go to AEW. Jordan actually like, really likes Impact as well. She does a lot of the um, the bodybuilding stuff. Yeah. So her schedule allows her to like compete. Because obviously, if you do the top two, you have to do like you're doing weekly. It's difficult. Um, Haney Cambo's prediction probably the same flights. We'll see, brother. In my guess, um, <clears throat> I'm with you completely. We've talked about this a million times. We don't. Yeah. I like. You can't blame them. Like no. you talk, Like they're they do seem to be making more of an effort, but they got a long way to go. I mean, neither of us think Triple H is creative genius, but at this point. It's a lot harder to blame anyone for making the choice to go there because it's not like they're in different worlds now. You know, like yeah. even if you're a team, it's like you're going to have like matches. Like you're not going to just be, you know. And it's it's like I've we've talked about it before, but it's still the truth. And I, I think some people don't believe it's the truth, but like AW ain't competing on the money front. No, they're not. not they can't. TV deal. TV deal might let them get a little bit crazy. A little bit, but even still, but they also, can't. It's all relative, though. Like. Like, what is a Deonna Prazo bidding war? Right. Well, this, that's not a perfect example on the money front. But, yeah, like... Like, you mean, like, a top talent? Right. It's hard. They they have... It's like we've talked about... I was talking to uh, somebody's on Twitter, John, and I don't remember who else was in that conversation. But, you know, there's been people saying, like, maybe AEW should run house shows. It's just like... That's like... That takes away your biggest selling point of coming there. And I, it's like, yes, yeah, some people in AEW are frustrated because they don't get to wrestle enough. Justifiably so. Fine. But... You can't write house shows, bro. No. Ticket, the their the ticket first... sales are not in a place to do Well, that too, shows. yeah. But seriously, like, that's the selling point is, yeah, we can't pay you quite as much money, but we can give you a much more friendly schedule. Yeah. Like, and it's, like I said, that's not going to be for everyone, but there's some people, like, I genuinely we've we've talked about this a million times, and there's other factors here, but we don't and we don't know them. But like, you could certainly get the impression that someone like FTR, you might be able to get them to take a little bit less money because the schedule is so much more friendly to the way they want to. You know what I mean? They don't want to leave. You don't think so? They, they do not want to leave. Yeah. They may leave. Right. They do not want to leave. Right. <clears throat> At all in any like, they're um. I think there's Ruby- a lot more, you know, the, the Triple H thing is big for them because obviously we've talked about it before, but they don't want to leave. It'll, if they leave, it will be because they feel like they kind of, that's what they need to go for their career, you know? Like they don't want to, I don't think. I would actually be surprised if Ruby goes back um, because she was having a ton of fun working the Indies. Um, yeah. That, and that's another thing too, and, that, and everyone's different on that front as well. Some of them don't want to work the Indies, and I don't blame them. But there's a lot of them who do want to do that shit. What they should do um, is they should do like a 
They should strike a streaming deal for the for like a um, a run of dailies play shows rather than house shows. You do like these streaming only shows, and you give them like a cool brand. Like Elevation would actually be a good name for it. It's basically like you know like the rising stars of AEW. I would you know? I would love that. But then what you do is to help with the ticket sales for dailies play, obviously because it's a lot cheaper because it's their building, obviously. But like if you struggle with ticket sales, you could do like a you know. Sting meet and greet at the show. Do you or see what they're do doing it. for the Cincinnati show? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, they haven't, and again, we've talked about this, but like their like schemes to sell tickets are like so like, <laughs> like they're just so basic. They've not shown any like innovation or creativity. Like, bro, back in the day, fucking Gabe like drew houses on the fact that Ricky Steamboat was going to be there and like signing shit. <laughs> Yeah, and I know it's not like a big, but they have like a lot of different things they could do, right? Like they have big stars in their roster, brother. They have fucking Sting. <laughs> like, do some weird shit, man. It's just, I don't know. They're very I'm like sure. very sim- simplistic with their approach to selling tickets to me. I don't see any recent update on how Cincinnati was doing. They pretty much sold out Dynamite, but. Mm-hmm. They basically sold out full gear. Yeah, I don't see anything um, on the Cincinnati show. Let's do the women's division here. Yeah. Be very problematic if we forgot that. Babyface, women's division, Tony Storm. Yes. Okay. Two. That wasn't like that was more like it's hard because there's yeah two. yeah because <laughs> there's like a click and again there's like a bunch of them I think it's a cluster I think it's Cheetah oh man she's so rarely on the show bro I think she's I think she's number two who else would be number two I don't fucking know but she's just That's never true. on the TV show I know there's circumstances for that but she's so seldom on the show man. That's fair. I mean, it's fair. I just, they present her as such a big deal when she is on. Um, yeah, I guess. That's fine. She is fine. I haven't got any best. Athena's not on either. Like, you could say Athena, but she's yeah, not. Yeah, the only reason she was in that last cycle was because Sheeta couldn't be there. Yeah. Sheeta second. We'll do, we can't do Saran until she wrestles because then that, she'll, like, fall into the pack. It's, it's just too hard right now. She doesn't feel like a wrestler yet because she's been on two TVs and, you know, I know she's clear, but, like, we can't. Until you see her, like, in the division, it's too Right. Hard. Athena's probably three. Who else would be? Willow, but she's she hasn't won on TV hardly at all. Yeah, they're down Staten Rosa, who would be two in top three. Oh, for sure. Riho as well. Yeah, she hasn't been on. Ruby's out. They are probably trying to try and turn Jade, right? She, we were talking about this. Yeah, I think they're turning Jade, but I don't think we can put her there yet. That segment last night felt like tip that felt like a Wardlow on a smaller scale, like what they did with yeah. Oh, I just don't I don't know. That rain's become a real challenge for me. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I just I don't think we can even rank Riho because she's not around. Area is not around. Stats hurt. So I think it's I think three's Athena. Four is Willow. Five is Madison Ray. <laughs> Five is probably yeah. I guess it's it's her and Sky Blue. I think I guess you put Madison Ray above Sky Blue. 
No, we put Sky above her. Okay. Fuck it. That's that's like, and then I guess the last one would be Abaddon. That's like that's it. That's all they have. <laughs> yeah, they are down again. They're down. Riho, Rosa, Stat, and Ruby. We lost four of the big hits, but it's yeah. still funny. Penny's that's a still... heel. Um. <laughs> right. Chat. Any other baby faces? The heel side actually. See, bro, better, this is but... what I'm saying again. I'm, like, this is the thing we know when people talk about Willow. Willow's arc should be in Ring of Honor. Yeah. Well, what are we doing on AEW then? Like fucking like. You need, you know. Huh. Okay. The baby face side. Tony, Sheeta, Athena, Willow, Sky Blue, Madison Rain, Abaddon. Yeah. <laughs> that last block is fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm trying to look to see if maybe there's someone. Mercedes is hurt as well. So that's another Layla's hurt. She was a heel at the end there anyway, but. Yeah. Yeah. Ruby's hurt, Meech. God, Meech shows up. He's all confused. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, they got their women's rosters. They got a lot of top talent out right now. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have laughed when they sent out that babyface group because we've just realized that is literally their babyfaces. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have. Uh, maybe I should use my brain on that one. Um, all right, the heels. Britt Baker. DMD. Yeah. Jamie. Uh, Jade's above Jamie. Is she? I think so. How much has Jade been on the TV show since the pay per view? Yeah, but still, when she's, she's not, like, bro, she's they protect her, but she's not. Has she been on? Has she been on Dynamite since then? Seriously, I don't think so. See, he's like hidden her on Rampage. She does these tiny segments. All right, so go Jamie and then Jade. Thanks, mate. Um, then Nyla probably, hmm. or Serena. Deep, Probably yeah. Deeb and then Nyla. We're forgetting someone. We've got to be forgetting someone. I mean, there's Ty. There's Anna. Um, Ty. Anna's above Ty, right? Right now, I think she is, yeah. Yeah, just because she doesn't wrestle a lot. Um, Penny. Penny's above a lot of these people. Penny's yeah, a, Penny should be. I think she's above Nyla. She's on the show, man. More than Nyla has been until recently. All right, yeah. See, they actually had her in like the rotation for a while there. Mm-hmm. Nyla's only in it when she's going to lose the title program. Penny's been very good since she came back too. Bunny Bunny hasn't wrestled in months. Yeah, she's uh, she's been hurt, I think. And then, actually, I don't even know if she was hurt. I think that was just kind of the assumption. She was doing um, I want to say she had like a movie gig, didn't she? I think, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, where are we at? What do we got now? We got we got more heels than babies, so we can stop there. <laughs> Baby faces, we had seven. We have eight heels. All right, give me the list. Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, Jade Cargill, Serena Deeve, Penelope Ford, Nyla Rose, Anna Jay, Ty Conley. All right, Ty Mello. I'm sorry, Ty Mello. I didn't mean to do that. Jules. Jules. Jules would be next because she wins. And then Emmy because she never wins. Actually, she wins every now and then. That's not true. Um... It's nuts that she, like, he just thinks she can't work TV. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Like, if someone said they should push her, I would understand the response of, like, no, she's there as a player. Like, she's, she really just does not use her on TV. She's, like, banned. Yeah, she could be on TV. She'd be on Rampage, right? Like, right. 
Jules, Emmy. Alright. That works fine. They should probably so, they should probably get Trisha Dora signed. She's been around a lot lately. I think she's probably in. Emmy is um is exclusively uh on the C shows, right? Yeah, Emmy works like every week on YouTube. She, I mean, she really, I'm not defending it because I think she should be on T, but she literally is just an in-ring coach for them. That's No, she should be that. It's just yeah. like, it's the idea that like she, he just won't ever use her on this. Weird right, to me. I like, know. Hey, like, but I don't even not mean, always that because she's like wrestling Tony Storm. and Yeah, I don't mean like an angle. I mean like, if, I literally just mean like this Friday, this person we're pushing is wrestling Emmy rather than she's wrestling, you know. Right. I mean, even like this week, seriously, like, we're going to do a heel versus heel match. Well, Nyla teams up with Emmy all the time on the C-shows. Don't. That doesn't work. That doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry. Follow the product, Joe. No, her feet. <laughs> I thought that they do. They team up so all, all the time on the C-shows. I was just trying to think, you know, she could have made Nyla look good, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. Because I thought it was a pretty tough gig for Emma. <laughs> like, a heel versus heel match. I feel like you kind of have to work as an underdog, but you're just getting a heel character over. Man. I understand. Because just look at the baby face like that. That's have why Diamante. Diamante. Yeah. Have Is you she seen, a baby uh, face? No. Oh. Well, she teams well. with uh, Nyla and them sometimes. She's a heel. Do you she got fucking owned at Grand Slam? Like the, the actual story was she's a loser. And she's yeah. That was yeah. interesting. That was too weird too because she was a baby face in that and she'd been a heel on YouTube for months. But she was kind of a heel in the conclusion of it. like Right. Yeah. Nyla also uh, Nyla got very aggressively angry at people saying heel versus heel today, so she probably kicked the shit out of you, Joe, if she saw this. Why? What was the... Cause what, what go, was read it, her tw- go read her tweet. <laughs> I mean, I love Nyla's Twitter, but I mean, it was... She called you a piece of shit, basically. Okay, let me have a look. Well, yeah, Nyla's with Marina. Okay, maybe they haven't teamed up in a while. Screw you guys. God, man, you just got cooked. Marina's but terrible. But it's heel versus heel. I swear to God, I hate that y'all learned the terms. Y'all didn't complain when Loki fought Thanos, and that was the same thing. I promise you, try to enjoy things that are overanalyzing. Try to be the smartest in the room by being in the know. There you go. Kick the shit out of you, Joe. Just fucking lit me up. Yep. All because I'm people thought she had a bad match on TV. Time to retire. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it was that bad. Was it bad? Oh, bro, that Sheeta and Marina match. Sheeta tried. I want to see what rating this Nyla Rose match had next. I thought it was bad. I thought it was quite bad. <laughs> Anna is up. I didn't. I so I didn't like that Sheeta and Marina match at all. I was texting Joe about it while it was happening. Anna, like, what is? Anna sometimes when she's at it looks so uncomfortable when she's like just running the ropes and like doing like transitions. There's a four point nine zero nine. Okay. That's not too bad really, honestly. For a five minute match, I just in that deep. It's a two star match, you know. The main event has a six on the dot. The opener has a six points. Yeah, that ain't that bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like Roddy's acting on XT. It was a, it was a you know, it was a good bit. The uh, Marina had a couple good matches when she first showed up. Well, Marina was good. like, 
Marine is a very good worker. Good promo, good personality, good character. I like the entrance. Big up, big upside. Do you know what I mean, shit? Oh, yeah. Big time upside. Um, now, to be clear, to make, let me get the match here, right? You're you're working in 40 minutes, correct? Yeah, I'm going to leave soon. Pop. Because <laughs> I don't want to go straight from here to... How long have you been here? Has it been that long? <laughs> uh, like, over an hour. Even, it doesn't feel that way, does it? Yeah. Maybe for you, I don't know. It's been about an hour, I think. I think Marina Shafir is probably a good... She's one of the, you know... She's probably one of their top 40 or 50 female workers. That's fair. Yeah. You go, you go, I suppose. What did you think of Halloween Ends, shoot? Sucked. My God, man. My, uh, Adrian was talking about watching that, and I wanted to be like, Joe said it sucked. It hey, hey uh, Joe, did you know that the Young Bucks have an 8.89 rating on Cage Match? Honestly, if it would be higher. As a tag team, they're 8.89. That's good. You know what FTR's rating is? 7.9 or some shit. 9.5. Hold up. Hold up. Say that again. Shit, what was the Young Bucks rating? 8 point... I already forgot. 8.89. 8. <laughs> 8. What was FTR's? 9.50. How many times have I texted you in the dead of night and said cage match nose ball? You know what I mean? Yeah. How many times? Uh, like ninety five. Yeah, bro, it's crazy. So I base all my picks for the draft that I'm doing so well in. Bro, what the fuck happened with the draft this week? I don't know. I won again. I ain't saying I won, but like, did you see my roster? Hey, did you did you see this? My mouse is acting up. Oh man! Never, never again, never again do we have to see the the number of highly rated Young Bucks cage match matches versus FTR because it's not relevant anymore because cage matches cook. Yeah. Quality over quantity, bro. It's over. <laughs> Don't ever give me that number again. You you've stated clearly that the site is cooked and not relevant. <laughs> man, you lured him in. I did. <laughs> um, I got a rare win. What was we? What was we? He usually dunks on me by just not selling it. What was we? What was we talking about? Um, I was dunking on tight. Fuck, I don't know. Fuck, Oracle Wasn't maybe. It? Oh, the draft. Yeah, what, what the fuck? <laughs> Did you see my roster? Yeah, it was, a good, it was a good. I'm not saying it would have won, but it was a nice enough little squad. You know what I mean? Are you you still in last, right? Yeah. Yes, you are. Very, very sad. I still feel like Bob's going to end up passing me in them sometime in the next few days. Had, Bro, had, did you see? Did you see? Uh, I had Reho. Meech kicked the shit out of me for getting DM advice. And then we come to find out that Bob was getting DM advice. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's just. 
He's sad. Oh, look, he's still going. Yeah. We got the thing him. Is, the we thing got is, him, Joe. We got him. <laughs> good, good, good whisper. The thing is, though, yeah, in all seriousness, we do need to have a conversation about the uh, the match ranking. Now, this is actually not a knock on the Young Bucks because the Young Bucks are great. But I mentioned this the other day. I don't know if it was on the air or not because we do a lot of bizarre post shows and no one watches. Wait, are you about to really talk about the Bucks versus FDR? No, I'm going to talk okay, about wrestling. Good, I don't want to do that. You know that Loss from Pro Wrestling Openly? He's on to yeah. a PWO Loss. He was like, people were talking about how many five-star matches Osprey had. And he was like, hey, guys, has Will Osprey ever had a three-star match? People were like, nah, man. Like, he just, he only ever had one three and a half. Like, he just has fives. Thinking it was like a triumph. And what Loss was like, but like, if every single wrestler he wrestles goes 25 minutes with him and he set a kick out of his finish and like go life and death, then what, what's the point? You know? Right. That's my take when I read like, oh, the FTR versus, you know, Gates of Agony match is only a freestyle match. It's like, yeah, it's good, wasn't it? You know, <laughs> like, why, did they, why would they go 30 minutes for fucking Gates of Agony, bro? Why would they, you know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that's kind of how it works. Good idea but... me to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought my roster was good, bro. I had Lexi versus Riho, which is going to draw me a house sometime. If I run that shit at fucking Corican Hall, you imagine? The 8 by 10s I'll sell? Yeah. I mean, I thought you did well. Can you imagine a Japanese crowd yelling Lexi? You just you couldn't compete with Double Julia, and who can? Fucking the boot, man. It's the boot. That's what does me. It's the boot. Like, I picked Bianca Belair first, and that gets me nothing, you know? Because it's... I took Candice LeRae. I took some Fed wrestlers. One. Candice LeRae. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> 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 Julia at nine. <laughs> you fucking... <laughs> you, took... you took Julia at nine. Or <laughs> oh, damn, whatever it was. <laughs> Candice LeRae Famous WWF star Candice LeRae I mean oh, you took is... Tiffany Stratton At 11, come on Bro, you've not I swear to you, shoot You don't, you don't know, bro she had, Dude, she had a lights out match With fucking Wendy Chu and It was crazy It was nuts She's tremendous, seriously She's tremendous. She's a lot better than Jules, and I love Jules, but she just is. Well, relax. No, she is. This is what's wrong with this world. I took Julia 10, by the way, not 9. Yeah, I got confused because the other Julia was 9. No, she was 11. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sakes. <sighs> I got Julia after Julia. Whatever. Uh, Yes, yeah, someone took a... Yeah. Oracle, I think. Oracle took her six. Did you see Alex's tweet tonight? Yeah. Who the hell is he meant that shit too? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't know shit. Well she he didn't know Julia and we DM'd him. Do you know Julia yeah. is? He doesn't know. I think if we I think if someone replied with, Oh, that's Roxy, he still wouldn't know who it was. <laughs> this is this is what I'm talking about, Sugar, right? Look at this. You shouldn't oh, have a force They fucking suck. You should beat them when you finish. Bro, the fact they it. went 11-34 with Varsity Blondes is not something to brag about. Like, fucking read the rules. Look at this prick. Look at this prick. 
my favorite part of the draft was when Joe would pick and say, I can't believe this person went this late. Bro, what is the need for this? Why is this constant singling out? I am sitting here. This is the thing, shit. This one winds me up, okay? Because they Joe, always did you just hear the part where I pretended that FTR wouldn't go 11 minutes with I don't, I'm, I don't care about it anymore. I'm go mad, ahead. Right? Sorry. I'm fucking, I'm trying to draw off wrestlers, right? I haven't prepared for it because, of course, I'm not prepared for it. Why the fuck would I prepare for it? I'm not Bob, right? I'm sitting here. I can't <laughs> see the chat. Meech was being genuine. Hold up. I don't care about Meech. Meech, I'm using your, I'm using your, I'm using your comment to lash out, please. I can't see the chat shoot, right? Why not? Right. Why is that, Joe? I'm updating the fucking banner that's going to go on the screen. If I click off the banner, it loses everything I've updated, right? Yeah. So I've got the banner here. I've got my phone here. Updating the whole roster so that I can post it afterwards so everyone can vote 5% towards, towards me. And in the midst of all of this, I have to worry about making sure the Oracle of Wrestling knows what's going on. Demon Green don't vote for me in all seriousness. I'm tanking. But it's just annoying, you know? Yeah, <laughs> Sometime in the last few days, Joe realized if he finishes last, he can pick FDR. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even gonna front it was on it was on Friday morning when I fucking saw the first percentage going well <laughs> pivot don't vote for me no one vote for me they're all gonna vote for me now and Oracle's gonna get FTR uh, who took Becky Lynch um, Oracle <laughs> when you said you, you texted me that that you were tanking and I fucking popped you <laughs> The idea of that is so funny. <laughs> Just to because the thing is, with our audience, I wouldn't even win the tag team poll. So what would I be tanking for? Joe, the, that that varsity blondes match that Dave gave four stars to, yeah. six point five nine on cage match. Oh, fucking losers! Dave's a piece of shit. By the way, I I only ever use Meech as an example because Meech knows I love him, and he's so old he'll forget about it tomorrow. In all seriousness, I agree with this. I actually thought we spoke to the depth for women's wrestling that us four fucking uneducated dipshits all come up good rosters. Yeah. There's only a few picks where I think any of us were like... Whew. I think we could have kept going, honestly. Yeah. Look at Meech. Yeah, man, I don't know. It was um, it was a blast. I loved the draft. Someone else spent another draft. Next week, we didn't take draft, which is the one I was tanking yeah. for, um, which I'm not going to get that pick because... Obviously, I just said it, but it was funny. It was a good bit. Um, tag draft, and then what we'll do next week is FTR went the, eight um, minutes and twenty four seconds with the varsity bonds. Real hopeless. Then go past ten, bro. They wrestled them on dark too, so they wrestled them twice. We'll also pick. So next week's tags. The week after that, we're watching the New Japan show. But when we're doing it, we'll do a very informal draft of like our announcers and that kind of thing. Also, at some point, we want to do WCW, right? Yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah, you can combine guys, Demon Green, yeah. Gun Club are the best heel team in AEW, bro. What's, what's this on the Gun Club? They're the top team. Gun Club are awesome. You know I'm a big fan. You just said cage match rating sucks, so I don't know what you're... Dave... Dave's biased though. Like Dave, you know, he didn't even rate Claudio versus Dax, bro. Yeah. What a piece of shit. 
God forbid. Right. Remember shoot. when he said that he did, that the Young Bucks wouldn't even know who to contact in WWE? That was peak Dave. Like, come on. That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Jackson should have DM us. They'd probably get, get in touch with Triple H, are not you? Yeah, we're going to do like 91 to 93 WCW. Something like that. I think that. we should do. Should be pre Hogan. Pre Hogan. That's what I think we should yeah. do. Yeah. And do it the way we did the TNA one where you just get that version of them. Right. Like, say, so if it's someone who was there the whole time, you could pick your favorite. But, like, if you pick, like, I don't know, like, fucking, I'm trying to pick Sonic Stock, like Jake, you just get 992 Jake, for better or worse. Right. That's what yeah. You, get, you know? Um, there's a few. And the other one, I want to do the Ring of Honor one at some point with Alex. Like, that same crew could do the Ring of Honor one easily, you know? Um, the world, world class trouble would be fucking incredible, wouldn't it? Because you'd show up, we'd do random order, and you'd get fourth, and someone would take Kevin and just and leave I would the show. quit. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, just lash out. Mm-hmm. Oracle was a lot more confident in the TNA draft. He only started like taking his time, going slow on like, uh, like the last five picks. Before that, he was, <laughs> which tells you a lot about Oracle's fandom, because on the modern one, he's like, yeah. Pick freeze like fuck. <laughs> that thing on Wednesday was fucking holy. I'm not even like dunking on him. I laugh my ass off. Like the whole timeline's popping huge for dynamite, including people who don't op- always pop huge for dynamite. And he's just like, I haven't watched any of it. It's on, but I'm not watching it. Yeah, I'm I have been there. Not with dynamite, <laughs> but I've definitely been there like that roar in Toronto. We supposed to review it and I was like Halfway through, I didn't even watch any of it. It was so bored. I just, yeah. it, it happens sometimes, you know. It happens. Um, Oracle drafted Bully Ray. He did, yeah. He led into it with, I know he's problematic, but he popped me. Yeah, if that draft had happened after Thursday's show, Joe would have drafted him. Factual. You can't beat guys with drafting singles. Anyone that wasn't drafted in the singles is available. You can make teams. Already got Obviously, some plans on that front. I don't like them. Kidding. Yeah, I actually have one, but it's stupid, and it's only just a dumb. dumb Oracle's gonna get FTR, man. Yeah. Well, he might pick the Usos. Nah. Mm. Bro, come on, he's fucking WCW stan. That's true. They should go with WCW. I agree. Like imagine like like some money might bought the letters WCW, and when their deal oh. came up, there was just a press release like, "We've done WWE, we've done AEW, we're going to World Championship Wrestling." <laughs> they just run the Mall of America every three months. I miss that gimmick I used to run when back when we were talking about them getting sold to Disney WWE. And Tony Khan yeah. just calls and buys WCW because they don't fucking know. On day one, <laughs> they're walking through. They're walking into the headquarters, all the boxes and shit, and Tony's on the phone. It's like, well, it's shit, they haven't done anything with that in years. Sure, you can have the WCW trademarks, and then we get a press release that Dynamite is now WCW Nitro. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Cody punching air. <laughs> Cody would come back immediately. <laughs> Request his release like, instantly. Yeah, he, that's 
I'd love to know like, what the market would be for that. Because, like, if you look at how content is developing with streaming, like, the big thing is everyone's trying to tap into nostalgia. Like, the weirdest things are coming back, you know, like spin offs of this. Like, the idea of, like, some weirdo being like, it's bring back Night Train. <laughs> no one will get the modern Von Erickson to tag draft. No, they fucking suck. Because I'm not even going to pick them. There's only one person in the world who thinks they're good. You know who? Kevin Von This Eric. is professional wrestling, bitch. It's actually two, yeah. So two people. His brothers, what does he call them? My brothers in arms. Didn't, yeah, something like that. Are the uh, Dynamite <laughs> Kid Boys any good? I haven't seen them, but I'm going to say, yeah. Sound okay. good. The Billing well, Bulldogs, sound good, no? so. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, not really. In 2022? Yeah. People still do Benny tribute spots. How many people do the claw? Don't lash out. I just went to the Benny bit. Fair. Like, you know, Wheelie U is like a Benny cosplay wrestler. It's like really strange. When he did Blood and Guts and everyone at the time, I was like, wait, why is he wrestling as Chris Benoit? Is this like a... And obviously the reason was because Chris Jericho put the match together and was like, remember the one that Chris used to... Remember the... And that one. And that one. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it, if you ask me. Well, I mean, there's a few things. He was a murderer, I suppose. But The um, the boxing's underway. Who, who have you got winning the first two rounds here? Who's fighting? <laughs> Haney and Cambosis. Who won the first fight? Oh, Haney won comfortably. It'll be Haney then. Yeah. He seems to have been more compared. That's why I haven't really watched it because we were talking about the gun club, weren't we? Yeah. Remember that match I had with FTR that fucking ruled? Oh, you know the irony is that match was actually good and so was the Young Boys Varsity Blondes one because that was one of the matches yeah. that convinced us the Varsity Blondes might be good. Right. I assume it was if benefited from editing is what I guess. I'm just glad Cage matches figured it out with the tag team front, you know what I mean? Factual. Real graps. I'm going to be on for a little bit longer. But yeah, it does going to be here for until like 4 a.m. Ray Jr. and Volta is fucking nuts, bro. Like, genuinely, that is, like, dream match territory. That's a crazy match. I hope Ray gets chopped once and just takes his mask off and leaves. <laughs> He's going to take, like, just a throws fall. it down and fucking walks out. Did you see the angle that didn't smack down? No. It, bro, it went, like, wrestling Twitter viral because it was so funny. Because it was, like, kind of wink-wink. He requested his release. He was like, I can't wrist anymore. I, I don't want to fight my son. And Triple H was like, he, like, did a whole speech. Like, I'm just emotionally spent. I've got nothing left. Triple H goes... We're going to move you to SmackDown. <laughs> and so he was just like, cool. He won the number one contenders match and just I cooked. knew that happened. Yeah. yeah. He did a car crash angle with Killer Cross. He just like not was drive? The... Is that the issue? I think Drew was Drew, wasn't he? Did say? I don't know. Oh, well, that's a crime, isn't it? Well, he's Scottish. That's not sports based. Ray's going to take like an awesome like flat back on the chop and... Everyone's going to whine that he only landed one chop. It's going to be like a thing, you know? He'll get over. Obviously, the problem is it'll be rest in Saudi Arabia to absolute silence. But oh, is that where that's happening? Probably, yeah. Most of the matches I want to see are in Saudi Arabia, which I generally avoid watching. But I probably will have to watch to see fucking Rey Mysterio or Gunter. These are the games we play, brother. I think Ray should rest Eddie Kingston. I've said that for years. That would be good. 
Remember when Ray Mysterio Jr. is with Samoa Joe WrestleMania, two of my top 10 favorite wrestlers ever, and they went 90 seconds for the United <laughs> States title? <laughs> Bruno, I'm pumped for Bruno. I love those kind of matches. I think you'd agree on that, sure. Not particularly that necessarily that one, but like those sort of matches are fun, aren't they? That's oh, yeah. they. Well, the key is you can't let them go too long. Yeah, they have to be like four minutes yeah. max. Whole shit spectacle matches, you know? I pop huge for big guy. Like, yeah, I don't... like. I hope they do fucking Morrissey and Archer at some point. It won't be any good, but I'll pop huge for it. <laughs> I forgot about Morrissey. He was he wasn't in Canada. So was Tony Khan. So <laughs> he wasn't in Canada. Yeah. Well, that's not why we learned that lesson. Bob kicked the shit out of me. Remember? Where was he? I don't know. Where was Morrissey? But I don't oh, know. Who did Bob correct you on? I'm forgetting. Brian Cage. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry, Canada. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. There was someone up with King on Wednesday. I told you about it, didn't I? Yeah. Someone and then he was, wrestled like, the next day. and Someone whined that Eddie Kingston wasn't on TV, and there was like an AEW stand. I was like, well, maybe you should wonder why your favorite wrestler's not in Canada. <laughs> next day, he's wrestled on the hog. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. You just let people complain about stuff, you know? Saray is like officiating a match Um, for her brother's or dad. I don't know whose promotion it is. Some. She's been in England all week. Yeah. I remember a stream you guys did back in like May and someone in the chat said Ray Jr. was over right. Yeah, Joe got really mad about that. Yeah, because it's like, it's nothing sacred. Like, why do we have to do it with everyone? You know what I mean? Like, it's one of the things if you're like, I don't know. People get very lost in the, uh, they're lost in the source. Did you see Backup Hangman's thread about Edge? It was, he was so right about it. It was like, kind no, of, it, it made me uncomfortable. Like, so you see, he put that match over everyone kicked the shit out of him for it. And, like, Dave yeah. gave it four and a half stars, and it has, like, a 7.8 on cage match. And he was like, like, you guys are in the bar. Like, you're in your own eco chamber. Yeah. Eco chamber. He was like, Edge is not at all unpopular. And, like, I'm reading the tweet of someone who is absolutely deep enough in this bubble that I, I think of Edge as being this, like, divisive figure. And as I'm reading it, I'm thinking about the fact that, like, Edge gets, like, the biggest pot on every show they run. <laughs> and it's like, a good example of how you can, like... So like FTR for AEW. Well, FTR are very polarized. Well, they're not, actually, are they? I mean, it's like... Oh, they get fucking massive... Yeah, Exactly. Like, you can proper lose yourself in that shit sometimes. Like, it's weird. I do it all the time. It's, it says Half the fan me. base hates FTR now, and then they go to Toronto, yeah. and they get the biggest reaction on the show. Like, yeah. It's the same thing there. It's like we live in a certain section of Twitter, Edge gets the shit kicked out, but he is like a massively popular star. I mean, it happens all the time. A, yeah, I'm not saying he's yeah, they're great. doing it with Soraya. We talked about that briefly. Yeah, like yeah. Soraya's like hated in the Twitter bubble, and like you see her on TV, she's a fucking massive star. Mm -hmm. Twitter's yeah. not real life. Whether it's some, no, I, I'm not talking like there's examples where you probably wish. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Soraya's got some of the stuff with Soraya was weird. Like, not her, but like the person mostly. Uh, Jay Lethal? Yeah. Like, you can't. Well, he's recent Jericho on both of you, bro. There's like, there's people on, and I I don't even, I, it's not separate from that. I think Jay Lethal's boring, but the dude gets big reactions, man. You can't pretend he doesn't. He's a baby face, which is why they're turning him back. He's, yeah. His matches have less heat as a, with him as a heel, don't they? Right. But he works, I think he works better as a baby face, too. So. I do, too, yeah. Um, Again, that's one of those problems where it's like he's just more useful to you as a heel because right, it's one bit of turning babyface and he works Jericho, but then he's gonna be like your sixteenth babyface, you know? Like it's, they they run. I mean, the issue is that fucking their fan base likes their roster, so the people who goes shows nerds. for the most part, yeah. So it's like 
<laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was talking about my brother about it with Joe. Like, I initially thought Joe and Wardlow was going to build to them wrestling and Joe up my turn. Because, like, Joe likes being a heel. But, like, you can't really turn him heel, man. What's the point, you know? Yeah. He's a fucking old man. Let him cheer him. This would be incredible to me. I'm not taking any uh, arguments, but I would be on board with that. Jericho having a giant and calling it talk like comparing it to Andre all the time. It's about all the houses the giants have, you know, drew in the big markets of wrestling history. This sounds fucking awesome already. Yeah. And then like you have a local guy that's dressed like Hulk Hogan. And he tries to slam Satnam and Satnam just fucking double axes him in the back and he pins him with it. <laughs> that's real pro wrestling. Let's do you got to come up with a local name for the whole guy. That's, that's something you'd be better at than me. You just Terry. call him Terry B. Terry B. Terry B. <laughs> double H. You can't do... Yeah. You can't, you can't do Terry Hogan because... Hogan will absolutely sue him if they do that. Bro, it's got to be double H. That's late. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, triple Paul is like my favorite thing because people use that on Twitter now. Not just people that are like watch our shows. Yeah. I somehow got triple Paul over. Actually, it that, wasn't me. It was all you guys who started tweeting it. But That isn't as funny as the one that hasn't got over, which was when you said they should have a local guy called Ramon Reigns. <laughs> which the name of our chat. group chat. Yeah, yeah. Still- Ramon Reigns. Speaking of such, we still ignored Jack, right? Yeah, we have. He texted me separately tonight, and I answered him. But we had the group chat's dead. Jack texts during Rampage. You might see us react to this on the air, guys. If you go back to uh, Grin, an hour and fifteen, and we all shoot, and I get mad at Jack. He texts, "Oh God, the Rampage spoiler! Oh God!" Not to be clear, he's popping huge because he likes Matt Taven. Yeah, neither of us replied, and 12 hours later, he said, I expect instant text messages from you guys at the end of all the wrestling rampage, and neither of us replied. We haven't replied yet. <laughs> I mean, he gets what he deserves. Quite that frankly. was a real thing that happened, like, that I tweeted about Tuesday morning. Like, I woke up, and Jack Crosby's in the group chat, popping huge at Matt Taven going to the WWF, and was, like, putting shit like real wrestling's back, and... I'm all in on New York and shit like that. And then two days yeah. later, he's signed with fucking AEW. So I'm just like, I'm going to go all in on him when we finally go back into the group chat. I just, I can't believe there are people that wake up every day, tweet about all the wrestling, but are unaware of why the kingdom are a nice little signing for the tag division, you know? Yeah. But they watch all of the shows. They tweet about every day. They know the roster front to back. And they're like, yeah, man, tag division's cool. Yeah. Taven is a peak example of me just going along with my friend's Twitter bits because there's definitely tweets where I've buried Matt Taven and I've literally never seen him wrestle a match in my life. <laughs> Not one. What did Alex say? What was Alex's like actual take in the DMs? He's a good he, mid Carter guy. He's a good yeah, mid card act. We talked yeah. about him at Lemp on Tuesday, like because obviously he he's right. Like he was talking about how they main event, you know, they did MSG and he was like, obviously they didn't draw it, but. You know, he main evented fucking MSG, and then the next week as champ, they had like second row tickets were available, and he was like, "That's like the most that, that visual." Like, even though it wasn't all him, yeah. that was an incredible visual. Obvious. There's a tweet from uh, 2019, or one of my tweets from 2019 is, "The winner of the NXT AW War will be whoever doesn't sign Matt Taven." <laughs> so mean. 
I've never seen the guy wrestle in my life. He's like a good guy, too. I immediately DM'd Alex. Let me tell you exactly what I sent him. Also, this is 100% true. Mike Bennett absolutely deserves another shot. His running yeah. fit was fucking horrific through no fault of his own. He's a good talent. He seems like a good dude, too. He really does, yeah. I, t- I DM'd him. I was like, I can't tell you how hilarious it's going to be when I watch them wrestle FTR. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, they're fine after years of making t- Taven jokes. Yep. I respect it. I, I also told him that if the chairman turns and joins the kingdom, I was going to declare him the greatest trios team in the world. <laughs> Which sounds exactly like me. Yeah. Yeah, this is exactly it. Taven's not a good promo guy and he hasn't got much charisma, but that's why Maria's, you know, like them. Maria's, Maria's I like Maria. I've good. always liked Maria, yeah. Bro, have you, I don't know if you've seen her much as like the heel manager. She takes like crazy bumps. Bits and pieces, yeah. She took like a dive in the Briscoes match, I think. I really She's think her, nuts. Just, her being there is a big plus for them in general. I would agree, yeah. Because well, Tony's never going to give her any kind of control. I mean, we know that because Tony doesn't give anyone any kind of control. If they if they can build some kind of trust there, he will at least listen to her a little bit because he does that. Yeah. She needs to go through Jericho. Yeah. Just tell him her ideas and Jericho pitches it. It will be happening on TV the next week. Good call, yeah. Or Mox. I don't know if she's yeah. friends with Mox, but yeah. It would rule if she told Jericho an idea and like he he didn't think of it enough that when like Tony had a follow-up question, he was just like, I like Trisha Dora. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Renee thing is still, that shit's peak AEW. Yeah. She's like, she's like, had her deal. They had an agreement. She knew she was going to be on the show in Toronto and she hadn't even talked to Tony Khan yet. Had no idea what she was doing. She was like, yeah, he knows my skill set. <laughs> she wasn't worried about it at all. Like she yeah. just told Mox that she was thinking about coming back to wrestling. The next day her agent had a contract. <laughs> like, he, Tony must've spoke to Mox about that privately. He has to. I, like, I, yeah. He must've along the way. He said to Mox like, is she interesting? There's no way he was just like, well, she'll call me. The way she talked about it was like there was worry about stepping on people's toes. And so it was kind of like. No compete, I think, was the reason she said it the yeah. same way. You mentioned that. I think that's yeah, you she worded it in a way that was kind of. But yeah, I think there was. I think the implication was always that whenever she wanted to come in, the door was open. But yeah. Moxie's going to basically be an EVP now. Pretty much, yeah. He just is. Like he's. You know, he's one of like the guys Tony trusts most. He's gonna have a lot of input, I think. Not in terms of like booking the promotion, being like, you know, he'll co-sign guys coming in and such and And mentoring people could be good for the promotion. It's weird, like I don't I don't know him, obviously, but like that doesn't feel like something he'd like to do, but he sounds like <laughs> He he's talked about he talked about that on remember the show he did with Renee when he did Renee's podcast? Yeah. And yeah. he kinda talked about like he didn't think that would be something he would right. like to do, and now he loves it. Like it's definitely just, a recent thing. Yeah. yeah, he goes and he goes to those indie shows, and he just talks to guys. And the one thing I really like about him, and he talked about this extensively, is like there's no right way to do it. If it's getting over, that's then fucking do what you're doing. Don't change it because some old guy told you to change it. If you're getting over, then Regal's thing. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's straight from him because that's what Regal talks about a lot. Like Regal says. He goes like, I'll help people on details, 
He says, Barista comes to me and tells me, like, how can I work on their pin? And he's like, 99% of wrestlers could do a better pin than they do. He said, but if they're over, that's irrelevant. He's like, it's nice to have a perfect pin. He said, but if you're over, then your pin obviously isn't preventing you from getting over, so don't worry about it. Like, he's a big, if it gets over guy, then what do I That's what it should you? be, man. Of course, but we both know, unfortunately, that's like a way outside opinion. Oh, you know? yeah, that's... Even among fans, that's like not an opinion, let alone wrestlers, like... It's... I've been that's I've gotten better yeah. about that. Like, yeah, I was mad when they signed Dan Housen. Now it's like, fuck, he gets a huge pop every time. It's not like he's getting pushed. So fuck Tony's, it. yeah, Tony's generally been good at using people like him too. Yeah, fair. you can't. I don't think you can really argue with Tony's usage. I mean, unless you want him to do more, which oh. yeah, I don't. You lose like, me there, but I don't. If, I don't yeah. haven't had any issues with Dan Housen in right. AEW. If you're not into reactions, him, like, if you're not into him, then his usage I think has been very, very, very palatable. Do either of you have a take on this no more working GCW thing? Uh, I think that was probably a good call. I, it's like I, I was talking to someone else about this. I don't I don't ever want to see them become a closed-door promotion. I don't think there's anything wrong with maybe narrowing, narrowing the scope a little bit and um, deciding maybe there's some places that don't need to work. Um and I want to be clear, I haven't seen much of GCW. I'm only going on, like, reputation and, you know, the things you see. But I, th- I honestly, I think most of it was based on them doing an actual pay-per-view more than anything else. I don't think... It was... Um, and then the market <clears throat> stunt thing was... I don't think it was about the product so much as it was about the environment. Yeah. Um, I think there's a belief that it's not the most beneficial place to be, you know, internally. Right. Whether you're a young guy or a veteran who has certain biases, maybe, I think the belief is it's not the best place to be. It's a little wild. Which, I don't That Marco spot with Effie was in GCW, right? I think so, I don't know. Because that got, that was an actual thing. Yeah, I don't know that. I, I, like, I'm, don't get me wrong, I'm sure, I'm sure the product being the way is, is, you know, a factor, but I, from what I could gather, very little digging that I did, very, very little. There was a lot of concerns about the backstage environment and the way yeah. that the locker room is. And, you know, like, you want guys to have good habits. You certainly don't want them to be doing things do it. up on a weekend. Being on real pay-per-view was also part of it. Too. Yeah. Because yeah. they were, like, right after that, hardly any of them were back except Moxley. Um, yeah. Takeshita should be back soon, yeah. He should be back before full gear. He got pulled from the... Uh, the big indie tournament that weekend. Um, so fuck, they better use him that weekend. <laughs> they pulled him from that tournament. So yeah, they don't know that'd be peak. Like Tony can't share toys, shit. You know. Yeah. They. Uh, I think. I think we're gonna get a Takeshita AEW graphic sometime in the next few months. Yeah, feels like gonna work out a deal. Yeah, he'll still go back, but yeah. I mean, they the way they were talking about on commentary even sound like. That was the end of his run as a full-time DDT before. They were treating him like an outsider there at the end of his run. So mm-hmm. he'll go back, but I think he's going to be based. I mean, he already said he's moving here. Yeah, it feels like he's going to be an AEW guy. And they got to sign him because the last thing you want is <laughs> contract offer coming from New York. So Yeah, I wouldn't worry about it. I'm I not worried. About it. I'm just saying. I th- I'm, you can't yeah, sit no, there and yeah. You I got. Mean, like, they're in a situation now where they've got to sign people. They can't let them be crazy, on the TV bro. over and over again without it's, a contract. Like it's a great time to be a free agent. It's like that. Action, that even that Action Andretti guy. 
Like if they yeah. let him do that promo and they haven't signed him, they're insane. He got some buzz. Like the uh, they'll fucking sign him. <laughs> the landscape <laughs> is. I mean, Triple H is the guy who loves to hold. Yeah. And Tony is certainly not shy at signing people himself. I mean, it's not the same because he lets guys work as well, but he signs a lot of people. Like he's oh, not yeah. someone who's selective. Oh yeah. So like, if you're a free agent. You should probably not commit to a long-term deal with anyone other than those two. Or like, no, New Japan. New Japan's a real thing. But like, this isn't that. what. That's not what he wants, though. Takeshita wants to work here. Yeah. So if that's their offer, that's not gonna. <laughs> yeah, because that's to... the same. That's basically yeah. the same deal as what are you being doing now. Yeah. yeah. All right, I gotta go. <laughs> you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. I may be in the work. chat. I may not. We'll see how it goes. Play it play out. Right. Bye, guys. Soon, pal. My God. The confirmed shoot. God, how many things I got to click? What the Where, fuck? You can't leave? <laughs> there he is. <laughs> All right. There he was, folks. Shooter joining us for a couple of hours there. We're still rolling here. We're uh, grinning for a little bit longer. Is there anything we didn't talk about in the last two and a half hours that you'd like to talk about? We will. How much smack did you see? I did not see any, but I saw the Ray segment. That was it. I also saw the thing where Ray talks to the camera and was like, I'm back, SmackDown. Pop me. Um, right, Halloween ends, Meech brings up. So I don't want to spoil that film, but like, I'll be honest with you guys, you, you know, I go to the cinema quite a lot. That is probably the most bummed out I've ever been leaving the theater in my life. Um, I can't believe how much I hated the film. I'm not an idiot. I didn't think the film was going to be good in the sense they got good critical reviews or there was going to be like high art. I thought it was going to be like Halloween Kills, which is fun schlock that I can pop at and, you know. Like, I just thought it would be like, oh shit, that would be fun at least. I didn't think it would be good because I saw Halloween Kills and that was, you know, schlock. It was so much worse than that. It was actively boring, which is saying that I don't think Halloween has ever been to the degree it was in this film. Halloween is either like legitimately suspenseful or laughably bad. This is the first one I would deem as legitimately boring. Um, it had no sense of atmosphere or suspense. It didn't even feel like a Halloween movie. There was no sense of setting the scene for Halloween. Um it felt completely disconnected from the prior two films. There were multiple questions that were asked in the prior two films. For example, minor spoilers, mute me and I'll wave at the camera when I'm back. But, you know, again, I'm going to do minor spoilers now, folks. Please mute me. I'll wave at the camera and you can unmute. But, like, the last film basically suggested the idea that Michael was supernatural. And then in this one, he felt fucking... So he felt completely human. I mean, he was like an old man. He was all fragile and shit. Yeah, the thing with the last film about the window and Michael looking out the window, that was completely lost here. They didn't even reference it. Um, the fact that the last film started with the with the uh, policeman, I forget the gentleman's name, but, you know, him, he had Michael there and he missed out on ending it and I thought he was going to get some climax. And God, all he did was talk about fucking whatever he kept talking about with, with Laurie. Um I forget what he kept saying. I'm, I'm sorry. Films, it's 5 a.m. Um, 
The worst scene in the film, while I'm doing spoilers, was when Michael got his mask stolen, which more of you, more people in the chat have brought up, which was like one of the worst scenes in the history of the franchise. Um, it was bad, man. It was really sad. It bummed me out. Like I was like actually sad, <laughs> which I didn't expect. Like it was just such a weak conclusion, and I just couldn't believe that was the best they could come up with. It was real shame. Also, while I'm doing spoilers, like they don't even know what the Laurie Strode character is anymore, and it makes me it makes me really disappointed. Like she changes from scene to scene, and like her actions make no sense. And the idea that she was like terrified for forty years, and now that she knows he's at, not only still out there, but he killed her daughter, she's just like given up on it. And I know they try to explain. Well, she she wants to, you know. Like, she, she wants to move on. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It went backwards. She should have been that way in the first film and then got this way in this one. It makes no sense at all. Um, in addition, um, Alison doesn't even really have a character. I mean, what she had of one was erased for this picture because it made no sense the way she acted. The relationship made no sense with, um, with Corey. And I think it was a big mistake to kill Judy Greer's character, Karen, because I thought she was probably the most compelling part of the family at this point, quite frankly. I thought it was, I thought it was brutal. I give it one star. I think that's enough spoilers, but yeah, I give it one star. <laughs> I was bummed out. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Rob, she was. And that they went back on that. and I don't know. You might be right, Meech. It probably is too much, quite frankly. It was, it was brutal. Um, I gave it one star based on the final act, which wasn't good necessarily, but it was like at least I enjoyed it. By the way, for those of you um, that are also watching the fight, it looks like it's been a very exciting fight. Haney's busted open. Um, might have been out of see it, but I've been talking the whole time, but it looks like Haney's winning pretty comfortably. But it is a very physical fight. Very, very uh, aggressive cambosis for this particular fight. I'm going to be switching channels in a minute to do Dante Wilder fight. I oh, know, this makes no sense. Smile is not about the grin. Smile is good. It felt very mid-2000s to me. Um, very jump scare reliant and heavy, but it does have a nice sense of, like, atmosphere, and it is tense in a way. that Watching it in the theater, you do, you're on edge waiting for that next jump. You know, jump scares are not particularly, they don't particularly sustain. They're kind of, you know, closing the name, right? They're not saying that's going to build up in your head. You just kind of sit there and jump and then you go back. But I did think you had a nice sense of atmosphere. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was good. I mean, I didn't think it was great or anything, but it's it's an actual, it gives people a scare and like people are, in, are enjoying the experience again. And it's been a, uh, success for a reason. Like it's, people are leaving and saying it is scary. I'm sure there'll be some people that say it isn't, but. In the cinema, it's pretty scary. <laughs> Watching at home, it probably isn't. I don't know if it's on like VOD for you guys or not yet, but in the cinema, it's pretty scary. Which again, by the way, going back to Halloween ends, like that film wasn't scary at all. And I love, I'm easily scared because I like being scared. That's part of the charm for me. And I don't think it was scary at all. Not on the edge of your seat or anything. Bad, bad film, man. What a shame. Uh, we're around 10 of this fight. I'm not really a Charles Play fan, no. Uh, I did see the Liv Morgan movie. It's pretty cool. She's she's a big horror fan, so that's cool for her. Liv's obviously got like 
you know, she's someone who I think it's smart to use her for those kind of opportunities because Liv is, um, as a wrestler, while she has obviously holes in her game, she's someone who's like pretty cool. You've seen her interviews and stuff. She's a pretty fun personality. So I think, uh, I think that's a, a fun person to use for that kind of thing. I'm sure they'll be at the replay, will be at their final destination. I haven't seen them in a long time. Um, I remember being a fan, watching my brother way back when, but I haven't watched them in the gym in over 10 years, so I haven't really got any, any sort of strong thoughts, unfortunately. I know, Rob, it was terrible. <laughs> Rob's still, Rob still fired up about Halloween ends. <laughs> She's making me more mad. Yeah, I need to rewatch Final Destinations. Oh, my God. Haney's fucking him up now, man. He's busting him up. Cambosis is busted open. Oh, what happens if I can go and Phoenix? They hurt, John? I, was, I kept seeing people in the chat saying the match was awesome. Are they, are they hurt? <gasps> oh, Haney's got him. It's about to be over. I'm sorry, I know most of you don't give a shit, but I'm not. I'm watching it happen, so. Phoenix got some color, my God. Real grabs. I like Ray Phoenix. Me and the Oracle of Wrestling are big fans. Big, big fans. There's a nasty spot going on Twitter. I can believe that. Look, man, those dudes do some crazy shit. They're video game wrestlers. God bless them. Oh, Niff Man wants to get me in trouble. He said, Joe, what do you think about Scorsese's thoughts about modern superhero movies? Um, um, I mean, he ain't wrong necessarily, right? I, mean, I don't want to be a dick about it because I like Halloween movies. So if you love what you want, I mean, if you're a big Marvel fan, God bless, but... I would suggest there's some truth to things he says would be my take on it. I mean, I'm probably not a person to ask because I, you know, thank you, Jason. I'll try to admit. I, uh, I probably give Scorsese a lot of leeway on shit, you know. So maybe I'm being too generous to him, but I don't think he's wrong, really. Um, it's a very snobbish way of looking at it. But I do think, you know, that, that, fran that series, that franchise, that universe, my bad, encapsulates things that make it that have kind of been a alarming trend for Hollywood in general uh, would be my suggestion but you know whatever like what you like nothing to do with me I like Halloween movies most of those are bad I'm not judging one. also I watch wrestling so whatever okay let me look at this this clip here uh, where is it I've lost it one more bad guys one second Okay, I got it. Let's have a look at this. Um, Boulder is not going there, by the way, yet. Paul, he's, the fight's up next. I'm just looking at this spot. Oh, my God, man. He crushed him. The craziest thing is, like, it's a nuts spot. But, like, they definitely could pull that off, <laughs> which is maybe the crazy thing. Because if you look at it, Vikingo just doesn't get up. Like, his feet, like, he kind of slips. 
The reason it's dangerous when you when you said it, I um I was expecting something different, but it's dangerous just in the sense that it, I'd imagine it just crushed him. His ribs, right? His ribs must be fucked. He basically took like an an impromptu fucking moonsault. Crazy. Still need to see Barbarian Rob. I'm waiting for it to come to our cinemas. It's coming out in uh two weeks here, so I'm gonna see it. I've heard great things, but I wanted to see it in the big screen. Oh, god damn! Cambodia's still on his feet. Um, they cut some of the Jordan Castle promo. My God, well, the promo was very good. I uh, I didn't review it in the shoot, and I talked about it a little bit over this show, but um, I thought it was a very good show. I like the uh, opener a lot. Dalton promo was great. The main event was fun. I like the Kingdom, so I was happy to see them. Um, Samoa Joe did a run in with his watch on. JR said that's the that's the face of a savage, just the face of an animal. Something funny like that. So yeah, it was a good time. Dude. I can't believe Cambosis is still in there, man. Every time I look at the screen, he's getting the shit kicked out of him. He's landed some good shots along the way, but he's just so outgunned. Um My God, folks, we have news from bullets. My God, after I volunteered to do this, someone else uh, did the same, so my night is now going to be easy as fuck. What a huge dub. Pop. Rhea wrestled tonight. Hmm. Good. There was a lot of concern about that. I, I'll be honest, I never understood that situation, ever. I didn't get it. Because what I didn't understand about it was she took the dive at Clash at the Castle. You know? I didn't understand that. Because then the word was like, oh, but she's not, you know, she's not cleared and this, that, and the next thing. And it's like, they're worried about it. And it's like, she took a dive. Dolphin Nikki, that rules. Dolphin Nikki versus Priest and Rhea, tremendous. What was the uh, other matches on the show tonight? I like the house show, Mark. It's always popped me. Let me have a look here. Where were they tonight? Let's have a look. My God. I see the tag. Omos and R-Truth. Dana Brooke and Tamina. Interfered by damage control. EO and Dakota. Versus Tamina and Dana. Ali. Over Otis by DQ. Which turned into Ollie and Riddle versus America versus Alpha Academy. Not American Alpha, it'd be very different. Main event of Seth versus Fury. Bianca versus Bailey co main event. Alexa was in Bianca's corner. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Imagine Alexa please gets into the building for a Saturday night house show. Like, yeah, you have to work tonight. She's like, oh damn, I was so I was so hoping to wrestle, you know. I have to get on the next one, man. Obama. That fucking rules. I'm glad Rhea's back though, seriously. That's awesome. Seth vs. Fury is the main event. It's kind of... Um, well, it's kind of despicable. What are you going to do? I didn't buy it. Um, yes, we were talking about this earlier. It ruled. They like sold everything he did and then didn't sell for his partner and pinned him immediately. It was fucking awesome. The totally owner match. It was good shit. I like the way FTR, like, the way they showcase him in their matches is really cool. 
Like, they very rarely hit offense on Toro. They just move out the way of his shit and he has to, like, take himself out. It's awesome. He's really fun. He's a throwback. He's not polished, and that's part of the charm. Right, where are we at on this fight here? Wilder's up next. Okay. It's 510. I'm very glad confirmed shooters here, because I wanted to know. I've actually been here for three hours on my own. I didn't think it was going to be this late. I thought the main event was going to be, like, half four. Um... Looks like anything went on points after all. Lib player. It's a good idea, Red Sox. I appreciate it. Yeah. Hell of a show they had tonight. Feels like Bailey and Bianca could have closed the house show, doesn't it? Feels like that's the thing they could have done. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bigger match than Seth and Fury, but like, well. Feels like it is. Yes, it rules. When, the thing where, like, in the tag title match last week, James, they did the the deal where um, Nana, like, pulled him off the apron and was, like, <laughs> just yelling at him to calm down. It's awesome. Raw losing Ray is honestly interesting because with Alton and Cody on the shelf, they don't have a lot of faces. KO has kind of vanished again, which is always worrying. Yeah, I don't know where Kevin's been. I don't know anything about that situation. Um, I didn't think of it that way. You're right. They've got Bobby... KO, assuming he's back this week. Bobby, KO, AJ. Who else they got? Someone help. We'll do the depth charts another time, but who else have they got? Because I, I can't I'm gonna watch this fight in a minute. Riddle. Okay, Riddle. So that's your that's your top four. That's not too bad. I mean it's Finn for free hour show, but it's not like you know, they've had they've had worse situations. Um, the heel side, you got Finn. Oh, yeah, Edge is a baby face too when he's when he goes to work. Heel side, you got Finn, Seth, in theory, in theory, theory. I'm sure, there's some other people I'm forgetting. Yeah, they use it, they use the bloodlines. Good call. Time for main event, babyface Carl Anderson. 2012 is back, brother. God bless. Assuming Cody does come back for a run in AEW at some point, he coming as a face or a heel. I mean, my guess is if he ever comes back, it's because he doesn't want to turn heel and people are starting to boo him again because that's just the cycle of code. You know, like he's just, I love Cody. I respect him, but he's his stick is so like, over the top, they're great some people, and he didn't seem too keen on turning heel in AEW, so I'd assume the same thing could happen again, he just comes back as a baby face and keeps going back and forth we'll see he's got a long way yet until they boo him to be clear he's uh, he's going to be a hero in WWE for a while, but like when he's the champ, even when he's the champ he'll absolutely become like the status quo and they'll boo him just the way it works Donnie Wilder up next here, folks. I don't know who cares, but I just giving context for anyone watching this on delay. My God, getting old. You better do these gimmicks of ease, you know. Recently, I went around a pal's place for uh, the UFC. You know, it was it was Nate and Tony that card. I was invited around a pal's place, and I I didn't sleep or anything before I didn't nap. You know, and I got around there. We used to always start up the fights together, me and him. We were both watching the card like this. Like, 
like <laughs> like dying at 3 a.m washed bro washed at 25 fucking owned oh my shit's froze it's fine um card next week has me very excited ufc yeah card next week's crazy is there a baby face chat in recent memory that doesn't have the crowd turn on them during extended championship reign? Um, try to think of a good baby face champ to begin with. How long did Big E have about two, three months? His reign was such a nothing, so he doesn't count. Someone in the chat will have a better answer than I will. I don't know. Hangman didn't really get booed, but they definitely like picked other guys over him because what happens is they just want the new they just want to see a title change. It's what always happens. Um I'm trying to remember who the last babyface champion WB was. I'm fucking at a loss. Romans had developed for two years. Drew had developed in front of an empty crowd. Roman won it from Brock, who only had it for a couple months because Big E only had it a couple months. Bobby Lashley was a heel. Okay, before the pandemic, Seth Rollins, obviously, frankly, for very little fault of his own, does not qualify. Mostly, a lot of his reign was in the pandemic, so it's, it's different. In fact, most of his reign was during the height of the pandemic. Almost all of his reign was. Fuck. I don't know. Someone in the chat's going to have to help because I ain't got a good answer. I mean, the NXT guys never really got turned on back in the day, but that's different because they were, like, very protected by the environment, you know? Yeah, I, no one would boo Moxley, but, like, the one thing that does happen with Moxley is he does go through the thing we were just talking about where it's, like, like people definitely want the fresh thing. Like, the Tanahashi match is a good example. Or... um. There was a there's another one I'm, I'm trying to think of. I'm forgetting it. Fuck. You know, sometimes because people just want to see a title change. AJ Styles is a good pick. Yes. When he's on SmackDown, is the face that, oh my God, my name turns back on. Piece of shit. The, the one when he used the face that runs the place, or whatever, or the second one, not that one, maybe. You know what I'm talking about. The one when he won it from Jinder. That run. He was, he was very much like just like the wrestling fans' world's champion. Which is obviously a thing that I'm working on right now, and I can confirm that that comes up, that rain comes up a couple times. Would AJ be cool in AEW? Like my brain would be super cool, super cool. He would because he would just be so over with their audience. Like his matches would immediately have a certain magnitude. It'll never happen now, but yeah, it'd fucking rule. It'd be very, very interesting. You tell some interesting stories with that. Tanashi in early 2010s had similar vibes as Mox. This is good. This is true. Now, with occasional booze been on who's facing, but you always stayed face. Yeah, it's like, it's the thing where it's like, as the ace, you become the constant, and people want to be there to see the change, right? Like, the, the alternatives are exciting because we have, they haven't seen them yet as champion. That's what Mox is. It doesn't mean you ever turn him heel, but he is definitely a guy who, like, people will, they'll play, they'll talk themselves into a title change because they're just interested by the idea of it. Um, Obviously, the booker has to have enough restraint to not do every single title change. It seems vaguely interesting. But that's a good comparison, I agree. And I think Mox would be pretty happy with that comparison. 
The big man, Bob Hellenius, has got in the ring here. He's about to fight Deontay Wilder. You know, I'm slightly distracted in the next 10 minutes. Don't mind me. I'm just watching the, the prize fight. I'll be leaving here shortly anyway after this fight ends. I don't think it'll go very long. So just uh, just bear with me as an entrance here. So I'm still good to talk for a little bit longer. But um, yeah, this has been fun, man. I, these, you know, this was obviously a little bit of a mess in how I'm putting it together because these are the games we play. But um, it was fun. You know, a nice like this where I'm going to sit up and watch saying anyway. It's a nice way to kind of, uh, that community element again, it isn't really a show of any kind of formula or, or such. It's just, it's a hangout. Still need top guy Hangman versus Tannister. It'd be tremendous. Hangman would be, um, Hangman would be really fun in this, like this mode, this version of himself in G1, you know? Really fun. I know that Dave was very interested. Didn't Dave want him to switch him? They wanted to do like, they wanted to do um, Tanner wins the AEW title and Hangman wins the IWGP. Wasn't that wasn't Dave into that idea? Am I remembering this correct? That, I didn't think that was a smart idea considering how much AEW's going for at the time, but that was definitely a fun idea in terms of imagining Hangman in that role. It was fun. I'm meaning to ask, are you, Bob, and Oracle going to do Deciding the Decade for Summer's Lab? Oh, sorry, for Survivor Series. Yes, we are, yeah. Yeah, that would be one of the shows for Survivor Series. Survivor Series coverage will be dependent on who's in war games. Um, again, I, I don't say this too often because it kind of ruins the bit, but we're three hours in, so fuck it. It would be very beneficial to my health if Alexa Bliss was not in war games because a 24-hour stream could kill me. Um, so, but if she's in it, then I probably will do less the week before because I have to do a 24-hour fucking stream the day after the match happens. <laughs> So, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll do Design of the Decade regardless. This should be fun while it lasts. I don't really like Hellenius' chances here against Wilder, but, you know, Wilder's vulnerable enough that it's always fun. You never do know. So far, I've shit on Team Austin versus Team Bishop. Was that I don't even think I've seen it, bro. I've seen solely at WWE in the mid two thousands. Genuinely, um, that's what was I always dunk on Bob watching the Rufus Aggression. Well, I've actually never seen it. I've seen like bits and pieces of all of it. I just just doesn't really interest me. So I, I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's good or bad. Um, James says it was pretty fun to see on the rampage taping. I got to see Serpentico. God bless. Uh, unfortunately, lose to Aaron Solo because of QT beating up Lufa. He was a very factory heavy dark. God bless. Um, I read this, yes. I, I, I read that the Athena match was very strange. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'll see it, if I'll watch it, if I remember to, but I was <laughs> I heard it was very strange from all accounts. <laughs> so... <clears throat> How weird she happens in those sometimes. Classic Lance squash. God bless. We were talking about Lance earlier. Stuart and I. Try to figure out a tag team for him or something. You know, something that he can kind of sustain in. Because I think they're struggling to book him right now. 
Like they they don't want to beat him all the time, but they also aren't like ready to give him a real push. They're kind of stuck, which I get because he's an older guy. But I think a team would help. The Nordic Nightmare, two hundred and fifty three pounds. Athena needs a belt soon. I would like that. I think the beauty of Athena is she's kind of fine regardless. Like she's just so work is so good. But yeah, I would like that. I mean, obviously I'm a little bit biased. That'd be fun. I think her work in AEW has been spectacular. This is true, yes. Again, like I've seen most of the Survivor Series. I've seen the 90s and obviously the early ones, which are terrible. Because um, those Survivor Series matches aren't good initially. For, I mean, the, I like the one with, um, you know, with the Heenan family. and Like, that one's got good drama, at least. The heat's so good. A lot of those matches are shit. Terrible matches. So, yeah, that would be good. You're, you're right. There's a lot of those decades are bad. By a lot of those decades, I mean... All three of those decades are mostly bad. <laughs> I don't know the 2010s that well over the last few. I know... Uh, I know 2016 is Brock and Bill. And I know after that the brand splits back. Or that year on, brand splits back. Before that, I know... The Dolph one is great. <clears throat> 2014. 2010s is probably going to be the best decade, right? It kind of feels like it to me just as a complete wild guess. Team Joe versus Team Monty Pop. Fires in the middle here. Fires back again. Um, Archer and Big Cass as a team. Yeah, maybe. I just, the only problem with teams like that is it's, it's fun on like an 8 by 10 but it's hard to like structure because one of them is going to have to do like the bumping and the kind of you know, the kind of under-the-radar shtick work. So that would be a little bit challenging, I think. I don't really know the best option, honestly. Maybe you go like the... Oh, it's hard. I mean, if you wanted to like really push him and Morrissey, it could be good, but how much do you want to push him in a promotion like AEW? I don't know. I would be hesitant, personally. Okay, I might quickly turn the chat here because... This is probably going to end pretty quick, and I don't want to get spoiled for myself at 5.24 a.m. So just bear with me. Um, when the round ends, I'll return to the chat. Feel free to ask questions. I'll answer them all once this round is done. It may not come out of this round. I genuinely don't know. Hellenius has just landed a big right hand. I'm popping huge at the fact that this is a real fight happening right now. It's been a long time since Wilder Box. It looks very awkward. He is always one punch away, but he's currently circling in a fashion that is fascinating. Uh, his hands are in a very different position than we used to. Hellenius is on the attack. He has thrown a body shot. For those of you that are watching this in, and are on in front of me, which you probably are, this is probably fucking hilarious because one of them may already be on the floor. I don't know. Hellenius appears to have hurt his right arm. Um... Okay, well, just settle down a little bit now. Body shot. Bear with me, folks. Bear with me. We're a minute in here. Let it play out, you know? Let it play out. Cleaning as many arrows on his trunks. Fair. My God. My God, this is ungainly. Oh, he threw it. <laughs> Fucking hell. For those of you that are interested in boxing, Wilder just threw his patented right hand and it missed by a long, long way, but it doesn't matter. As long as he lands one, it'll be okay. He's got to land one, though. 
Why is he mad about his hand? Something's wrong with his hand. Those are the experts on the sport. A bad hand is problematic when it comes to boxing. Hot take. He keeps shaking it out. There's no way he's hurt his hand in the first minute of this fight, surely. Fucking owned if so. Oh, my God. This is what Jim Ross would call bowling shoe ugly, folks. Fuck. Hyenas is quite cocksure here on the front foot. I mean, I suppose he has to be. Fury fought him the same way, right? Fury had great success on the front foot. I guess Hyenas has got the same thing. Body shot. Hyenas are a right hook to the body. Wilder's starting to do that thing where he loads his jab. I can hear my brother laughing from a different room. Anything could happen here, folks. Anything could happen. I don't know. He may be ahead of me. He may be behind me. Maybe he found something funny that I've already commented on. I don't know. Lots of uh, nervous energy in there right now. Lots of nervous energy. Which makes sense. One shot can turn either man out, you know. Oh, there it is. One shot. Yeah, he was ahead of me. That'll do it. Do you want to have a first round knockout win? Unbelievable. Absolutely one of the most prolific punches in the history of combat sports. I've never seen anything like it in all my life. I mean, the man, he goes out there, he looks clumsy. He looks unorganized, disorganized. He looks like a big old mess out there. One right hand, guys just go to sleep. I mean, he is unbelievable. What a puncher. For all of the holes in his game, he is just, I mean, he is fucked. Brother, Hellenius is, I mean, ow, ow. What a punch. Counter right hand, Deontay Wilder, first round knockout win. Jesus, man. I've never seen a puncher like him, honestly. You never accuse him of being a good boxer, but a knockout artist, unbelievable. I, uh, listen, I want to see him fight Usyk. I don't know how will he, you know, how much he'd be able to land on Usyk, but that's why I want to see it, because he only needs one. That fight would be very compelling. That's, that's a classic boxer versus puncher matchup right there. That's a very, very intriguing matchup to me. I mean, I'm picking Usyk, but my God, you never do know with a guy who punches that hard. Unbelievable. Just waiting to see the replay and then head off to bed, folks. I heard my brother laugh. I didn't know what he was laughing at. He was a little bit ahead of me. And uh, that rules. I hope Hellenius is okay. Because he did not look in a good state. I know that sounds dumb. It's a knockout. Of course he's not. But no, look. Oh, Scott, he's on his... Oh, my God, he's on his knees. Can someone get him on the fucking stool? It seems like he's falling back down. He's in a bad way, folks. Jesus wept. Unbelievable. Punching, going backwards too. Completely awkward position he got himself in. Bing. <laughs> Fuck. His legs were all like in the wrong side. <laughs> freak of nature. Absolute freak of nature. All right. Folks, I hope you've enjoyed this. We've been here for three hours now. I'm going to head to bed. It's half five. I'm going to have to I'm going to load this first and then we'll, you know, we'll eventually go to bed. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this. 
appreciate you being here with me for most of this um or for the solo portions of this i hope you enjoyed the mini green shooting i did there along the way um i had a blast it was a lot of fun we're gonna do some stuff today or tomorrow depending on what time zone you're in um i want to do a habit watch along we'll see if i can get together a couple people to do that if not we'll definitely do an ftr as the open watch along so few different grins ahead that should be what's happening on sunday i hope you guys like this um keep grinning or how and enjoy this outro god bless Thank you.